listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. So what if you flip a couple words? I could triple that in birds. Open your mind and see the sc- the circus in the sky. I'm Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey with the pies. No matter how you slice it, I'm your motherfucking guy. Just the B-boy with 360 waves. Do the same with the pot. Still come back beige. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tales podcast. It's your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Tuesday. All right, so it's a Tuesday. There is no regular show tomorrow, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're only getting three shows this week because, you know, niggas want to celebrate their Thanksgiving and stuff too, you know? <laughs> right. Can't, don't be slave drivers out there, podcast audience. Um, but if you're premium tomorrow, we are doing a Balls D Sports with Justin at five. So mm-hmm. we'll still get our sports ratchetness on, uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. You guys can all go play that, uh, in front of your family while we, uh, while y'all watch the Cowboys and the Panthers play. Um, but this is, uh, also a special day cause it's been a while since we had our boy on the show, mm-hmm. but, uh, I feel like everybody should be familiar with him. Uh, since, you know, if you do listen to the blackout tips, I mean, that means you probably listen to this podcast, but you should have heard of the span report with, uh, Mr. Span. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, Mr. Underscore span. Uh, what's going on dog? Not a whole lot, man. Like I said, just working. Just working hard. <laughs> I feel you. The man, the man been like putting his foot in my ass the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and how's the podcast going? Oh man, the podcast is going good, man. Uh, I just did two episodes. Well, not of my show. I did an episode with Brandon from, uh, Where's My 40 Acres, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. And then I also did another show with uh, the homie uh, Montoyas from, uh, he's formerly of uh, Beating the Block. Mm-hmm. He just started up a new show. So I was a guest on that. I'm thinking about doing another episode tomorrow. And then I got another episode coming up Saturday. So, uh, yeah, things are going good for the Span Report, man. That's what's up, man. That's good. Uh, the last time you guys heard Mr. Span on here was uh, episode 991, Jerry Springer Memories. Oh, yeah, man. That was fun. Yeah. We got, we had to discuss friends and having tough discussions. Uh, the Cosby show, uh, minions, Tyrese promoting his new album on the subway. <laughs> Nas's baby mama was allegedly homeless and, uh, 50 cent ordered to pay five mil, which he never paid. Oh, no. Never paid that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've talked about a police officer who got discovered doing porn. So it was a lot of, a lot, a lot of good of stuff. stuff, you know, but, uh, today, uh, we have to talk about The Walking Dead, but before we do that, we gotta do some upfront show type stuff real quick. So the first thing I'll say is, uh, look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, The Black Out Test. Leave us five star reviews if we like them and they're nice. We'll read them on the air. You can also leave us voicemails as long as they're three minutes or less at 704-557-0186. Uh, and you can email the show, the blackout tips at gmail.com, uh, with your feedback to the walking dead. Some people have already emailed us for today. Mm-hmm. Um, and just your general feedback, uh, that we were discussed on Saturday's show. The official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. <laughs> <laughs> and today's day, I believe 342. That Bobby Schmurder has been locked up in the joint. Mm-hmm. Free with, that hot nigga. With no trial. <laughs> um, you know, free him, man. Yes. And, uh. It took me a while to be on your side because I was like, this nigga. But then I was like, you know what? 
Yeah. Nah, he's in there, and his record label even turned his back on it. I wouldn't make another sing another motherfucking note or rap another motherfucking thing for them. Fuck them. They yeah. haven't given that dude a preliminary hearing or nothing. Nothing. Uh, I think he's gotten a couple of hearings about his um getting his bail like lowered. And each time it's just like nope and then they send him right back to jail right and his company won't pay the bill even though he made him all that goddamn money but, off hot niggas right yeah that's that bullshit yeah that's why you don't sign to the label that screwed tlc son come on now uh, <laughs> <laughs> i know he's sitting in jail thinking about what about your friends <laughs> right um <laughs> but that uh, shit on repeat but this show is sponsored okay it's actually double sponsored today of course it's sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Our new audio play album, Sunspot and Ratchetness, is out on iTunes. What are you waiting for? You need to go get it so you can play it on the road trip to visit your family for Thanksgiving. It's a fun album full of skits and jokes. You guys like that, don't you? Uh, we do a whole lot of acting, a lot of voice acting. Uh, play a lot of characters. There's nine different, um, hilarious audio plays on it and it's all on itunes it's also on amazon and if you get it on amazon they get a little something back you know a little more so you know i'm not saying not to go to itunes but i'm just saying um but yeah you just need to search sunspot and ratchetness or you can search uh our names rod morrow and karen morrow on itunes and it'll come up and if you get it leave it a little review also mm-hmm. also if you don't get it leave it a little review a yes, little five star review never hurt nobody um help them out mm-hmm. and uh we appreciate everybody that does that also tis the season forgiving y'all mm-hmm. and now that it's about that time bevel wants to offer you a special deal just to try out bevel and their new sh- and their shaving system you can get your first month for free yes free absolutely free by using the code tbgwt free okay now we, this will be in the show notes and i don't do, don't mess this up for yourself okay don't sleep this offer is only good for the first 300 people along with a limited time holiday pricing throughout the end of the year mm new customers and memberships only so if you've been wanting to try bevel now is the time i clear go to this get bevel say that again mr spam i said this bald haired here brought to you by bevel brought to you by bevel look at that you by bevel. don't tell me what bevel won't do <laughs> go to get bevel.com today and get your first month free with code tbgwt free okay you need to do this now I don't know if the ca- the case matters like lower and uppercase, but the way they gave us the code is TBGWT is lowercase, and free is all caps like TBGWT free. That's how you want it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so make sure you guys get it, man. Um, because like I said, only three hundred people can get this, mm-hmm. and when it's gone, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. But you know what's never gone? Your razor bumps on your face if you don't have bevel. So think about it treat yourself and yeah. treat your your uncles and your grandfathers Ooh, and your you, fathers and your cousins and your nephews be the nephew that they do want to save that extra piece of pecan pie for or pumpkin pie or chocolate cake i don't know how y'all get down banana pudding in our house but be the person that they stash a little something away for when they like come on back here 
come on back here boy you know i got the crown the crown in the bag for us <laughs> for us you know nephew you know what i'm saying put his arm around you nephew come on out here to the trunk and get some of this crown with me and we're gonna go in and watch this cowboy game and be lit come on all right guys <laughs> um, <laughs> um also before we get into um the walking dead i want to do this up front because uh it's kind of important but um uh, apparently um uh, cops are still out here killing black people oh yeah mm-hmm. man i saw that shit yeah it's uh oh, what happened it's going around can it's going down or it's going around it's going down black people are getting shot in the motherfucking streets um and it's uh it's all bad um i guess first of all minnesota um like it's so bad in uh minnesota the actual um have y'all seen the interview with the naacp leader okay hold on i gotta actually play this um but um yeah um in 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 minnesota two men have been arrested in connection with the shootings that occurred uh, to at least five people who were protesting the killing of jamar clark um and um cnn of course uh went and had the local naacp leader on and they interviewed her police say they are still looking for more suspects with me now is the communications chair of the uh, minneapolis naacp she is raisha williams uh, Ms. williams thank you so much for joining me thank you for having us Brooke. so what i'm hearing now not just one arrest here uh but two tell me is that what you're hearing and, and what do you know about these uh, individuals who are in custody Right. So we're hearing two at this time, but we don't necessarily trust that. We know that the police department is behind this. This is our personal belief after uh, receiving witnesses accounts. Me personally being on the ground, Bob Crow, uh, Minneapolis Department Union head, has uh, thrown Riddick out there. Wait, wait, wait. Forgive me. I have to interrupt you. I know there's a delay here in Paris, but you said you believe the police department is behind what? We believe the police department is facilitating the uh, injustice, uh, uh, bullying to the protesters, and we also believe that they are involved in this shooting. We know from blackboards and from uh, chat rooms and also videos that we have posted on our website that police um, that are from different counties, police from different districts have come down to entice the protesters, have come down to a bully those the protesters. Are, I understand you are there in Minneapolis and you know much more about this, but those are serious allegations you are just laying down on national television and we are standing behind it we do not back down from these allegations bob crow where is your evidence that, that they were involved in the shooting so we know that when the incident happened, police were lurking over the top of the precinct. Immediately once the victims were shot, protesters ran to the door of the precinct and they knocked on the door for help for ambulance. The police came out and one officer said, this is what you've been wanting and shut the door on us. It took oh. 15 minutes for the police to even arrive. And shortly after that, they began to mace the crowd. So if you are not a part of the problem, if this is not something that you're trying to cover up, why would you not attend to victims? that pay for your salaries 
But do you have concrete evidence? I understand what you're telling me you heard when the door was open at the police precinct, but, but what is your concrete evidence of this? We have concrete evidence. We have video footage. Go to our website of an uh, undercover cop getting into an unmarked car. We have the license plate. We've been running it. They have been coming down to our facility, to the precinct, where we have our city tent and our protesters, and they have been trying to entice us the whole time. So we believe... And we stand behind our belief that the Minneapolis Police Department are not protecting us. And therefore, they stand with racist white supremacists who want to, to destroy a peaceful movement. All over the country, when things like this have happened, riots have broken out. In Minneapolis, we have not rioted. We have not burnt anything. We have not looted. Even after we have been shot at and injured by white supremacists and the police did nothing but come on the scene and begin to mace our protesters, we still have not taken the streets angry. We're a peaceful group of all nationality, all religions, and all different points of views. But we all come together to stand in one righteous truth. Want justice for Jamar. I understand. We're going to wait for concrete evidence. We're going to wait for this police press conference from Minneapolis. Uh, Raisha Williams, thank you so much for your time from the NAACP. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Keep in mind, Minneapolis is where Pointer Gate happened which is one of the most racist news stories we've ever covered um it's the story where uh there was a woman uh a mayor who uh was getting out trying to get the black vote and she had some volunteers with her and stuff and they took a picture with a young black gentleman and he was just pointing at her like you know how we, when you take a picture you point at the other person like oh shit you the man you or you the man you the woman whatever um yeah uh the police said that was gang signs yeah i remember that Mm-hmm. yeah um <laughs> and um it when you get down to the root of it it was um mostly about the fact that they the police did not like that uh she was uh putting the uh the, the police officer's safety at risk according to them um by um <laughs> by taking a picture with this man and um by supporting uh you know getting out this black vote and the amazing part is studies and statistics show that as far as police officers killings this year they actually are down mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. They're, they're down so it's amazing how you know police officers act like they're dying at this astronomical rate when it's actually one of the safer jobs. Not you can get killed being a police officer, but in the when you list jobs, it's not like your top your top two or three positions yeah. where you actually die at your job. Well, she this mayor was behind um, this new initiative to get the police to wear body cameras in Minneapolis. Now, that's why they had a problem. With and her. all of a sudden, hours before the pilot program was due to launch, this phony story comes out that she's hanging out with gangsters and shit the sad part to me is the people who who believe this shit right you know what i mean like the people who who buy this shit eat this shit up hook line and sinker because of their either fear or just downright hatred of black people but that you know that's the scary part to me is the people who are sitting around like yeah uh i mean they were pointing fingers meanwhile there's like dozens of pictures of her just doing the finger point with your friends and people you know people taking pictures together they do that all the time and no one says gang signs but you know right. enough people jump behind this one well you know one of the things that i find interesting is that uh when that 
uh, who's at the NAACP president there. Mm-hmm. She talked about the police just pretty much hanging back and letting shit happen. I remember on Fox News, not even a month ago, where they had that uh, the sheriff from Milwaukee County, David Clark, yep. talking about we need to just stand to the side and let the you know and let the the, the public deal with the Black Lives Matter movement or whatever. And if they do have any instances of violence that happens against them, then it's well deserved. And so for this to happen and for that particular allegation to come out is like, that's some scary shit, man. Right. That's some scary shit. And I absolutely believe her. I do too. You know what I mean? Like when you hear shit, like, like, I don't think like, it was so funny listening to the white reporter be like, well, I mean, you do realize this is a very serious, yes, I do. I, you know what else is serious? Those fucking bullets. Right. Like I was there and I saw what fucking happened. Right. And I'm telling you as a person who was there on the ground, you know, this is exactly how the cops treated us. These are the suspicious things that we saw during that time. And then CNN is just like, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, can we really believe that? I mean, it, we got to delay all the way here from Paris, you know, no, you, might you know, because we need to talk about some terrorism. Well, how about the terrorists that shot five black people last night or five Black Lives Matter supporters last night? Um, oh, what about those terrorists? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's terrorism. What? They don't count as terrorists because they're not from Syria because they just look like me and you and they're, or <laughs> not me and you. But, you know, they look like America. Uh, to a lot of people in their minds what they consider to be america is that those people don't don't shoot up and not to mention the fucking um uh, i forget the name of the organization but the group that's all about uh gun rights and uh, and not not nra but the the that group of police officers who pretend uh, what'd you say freedom fighters no they're not the freedom fighters i think it's the united gun owners of america that group nah 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 these dudes uh the the oath keepers the oath keepers those guys who hide behind gun rights even though we know that that's not really what they're about because they never show up they say they say we're about we don't like the overreach of government and we think american citizens should be armed and prepared to fight back blah, blah blah but when they show up to places like ferguson they stand on the side with the police mm-hmm. you know what i mean many of these guys are police officers in other jurisdictions driving up to ferguson right so they can point guns at minorities but yet they want to they want to hide behind the nra shit like nah we just hear about gun ownership well then why don't you help your fellow gun your fellow citizens of america arm themselves because obviously their neighborhoods are under siege from these cops but nah y'all don't do that right that's that's a little different you didn't picture those guys having guns you pictured some other shit in your mind when you think about everybody owning guns you think about shooting niggas you don't really think about the other way around so it's kind of like it's not a stretch for me to believe the police would be involved in a shooting like this just because of that you know what i mean that that, that in the right that when it comes to history, people are very dumb and ignorant. The same thing happened to the protesters, Martin Luther King, and all these people that did they want to put on a pedestal when it's hey, this is the way you need to act. Guess what? He got shot too, and quote unquote, this 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 peaceful, nonviolent thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they shot at him too. People came and 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 and, and rioted the crowds and shit like that. Also, scared and terrorized. The same thing is happening. Yeah, it's so crazy too because you know the police were just all over them, Crap. watching every move, riot shields and shit. Then all of a sudden the shooting happens. The police were nowhere around during the shooting. 
right yeah it seems coordinated and i don't think it's above anybody to be fucking suspicious right you know and she was there so i'm gonna take her word for it yeah um (laughs) only time i ever see the old keepers actually on the other side of police uh or law enforcement was uh clive and bundy Bundy. yep supporting clive and bundy and uh it was at the it was advice did a real good piece on that mm-hmm, uh, about mm-hmm. that standoff that they had with Clive and Bundy out in Nevada uh where you know they had snipers set up against the fucking FBI right. ATF uh the Department of Agriculture they had like sharpshooters set up with their guns drawn on law enforcement mm-hmm. and they took that as a victory that they were able to like have the government back down in that particular situation that's the only time you've ever seen the the oath keepers draw up arms against law enforcement yep that's it that's you know and that dude was wrong as fuck clive and bunny didn't know what the fuck he was talking about he was just trying to get out of his that what he owed america come on now legally the agreement he walked into knowing and he didn't want his business to pay taxes for what he was making money off of fuck him and fuck the oath keepers for that shit and um, another thing too, before you before you move yeah. on bro i really want to say fuck you to these dudes I've been seeing a lot of these motherfuckers like saying shit like the Black Lives Matter movement isn't a real movement. Right. Because they're not putting their lives on the line the same way Malcolm and Martin and Fred Hampton and these other people have done. Listen, dude, five people got shot yesterday fighting right. for your dumb ass. Right. Mm-hmm. Five people. And we got this case now in Chicago where the uh, the officer was just indicted on murder charges. Oh yeah, they, I'm about to I'm about to get into that one too. But go ahead, go ahead, you got it. Yeah, but they they're indicting him on murder charges because uh, basically they wanted to get out in front of this shit before the videotape came out. Right. So they indicted him, and people are acting as if the pressure that is put on by the Black Lives Matter movement, the attention and the pressure that the Black Lives Matter movement brings, isn't anything. Like everybody keeps talking about, they're just begging and we just whining and all. Like no, we're bringing attention to this shit, and things are happening every day, whether you choose to acknowledge it or not. Right. Exactly, man. It like that preemptive move is all. Like that's that's something that we couldn't call a given. A year, yeah. Like before now, it's like yeah, the video came out. So you know what I mean? Like yeah, we shot that motherfucker in the street. Okay, what what? So what's the problem? You know, and now they're just like, okay, we they, somebody got to take we, this ball. We killed a nigger, okay. Um, listen, John, we don't mean this. We're not saying we're not supporting you, but don't, uh, don't take this personal. Turn around, you have the right to remain silent. Uh, put on these cuffs. I, hey, 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 it's crazy to me too. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, you, yeah, you, you just, uh, you, uh, you will remain uh, innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a video shows four chan white supremacists bringing gun to minneapolis protest days before the shooting on thursday night four days before unnamed gunmen shot five people at a black lives matter protest in minneapolis video service of two men driving toward ongoing demonstrations around the police shooting of jamar clark one of them carrying what appears to be a handgun we're going to see what these fucking din does are up to i guess that's let me guess uh racial racial epithet yeah uh one of the men says near the beginning of the video and yes we are locked and loaded black lives matter minneapolis posted video to facebook on friday after a supporter noticed it on live stream and sent it to the organization a spokesperson told me via email the original live stream upload appears to have since been deleted the men in the video who identify themselves by the aliases saiga marine and black powder ranger ah we got deleted i wonder why yeah have not been connected to monday evening shooting so these are just some other motherfuckers right so far miski noor 
a black lives matter spokesperson spokeswoman told the minneapolis star tribune that the shooters were a group of white supremacists and police said they are seeking three white men as suspects one of these those suspects an unnamed 23 year old white male was arrested this afternoon in bloomington police update uh stated via twitter a second suspect an unnamed 32 year old hispanic male was arrested in south minneapolis this afternoon police are still searching for additional suspects um these guys identify themselves the two dudes in the video identify themselves as white supremacists if not explicit uh explicitly so after repeated references to din dudes or racial slaver black people saiga marine signs off by pointing to the camera and saying stay white the men also make apparent references to slash paul which is 4chan's politically incorrect message board where the users discuss world news or politics with white far-right white nationalist bent um saiga marine and black powder ranger can also be seen at the scene of thursday's protest in an activist shot video that was originally broadcast on live stream at one point the two men approached the camera person posing as demonstrators and are interviewed all these folks here should get the justice peace that they deserve we need to reach out to our communities especially our melanin enriched communities black powder ranger says with apparent sarcasm the men are clearly trying to troll their interviewer but they are not violent and neither is visibly carrying a weapon on slash paul and slash k uh chance message board for firearm enthusiasts users have speculated in hours since monday shooting at the gunman with fellow 4chaners one anonymous post read 4chan is in the news again bunch of poll slash lax plus slash k mandos okay in the guy fox mass just shot up a bunch of black lives matter protests apparently black lives matter protesters tried to assault them the anons ran off and then black lives matter protesters chased after them uh the commando shot them yeah okay so so that's what happened right i I don't believe that at all five black lives matter supporters are confirmed in the hospital media hasn't mentioned 4chan by name yet but these guys on the slash poll a few days ago telling everyone how they were trolling black lives matter by attending their protests and open carrying (sighs) so uh yeah another one thread expressed a similar sentiment um slash k the gun enthusiast people visit black lives matter protests angry niggers swarm them uh they violently hold off the zerg rush i guess this is another one as their backs hit the wall the k's reveal their secret weapons shots fired nogs go down nogs claim it was coordinated attack by the police and white supremacist mm. yeah so it's just a lot of um you know angry racial hatred and it's been fostered on message boards here's what here's what's funny when cops get shot fox news cnn don lemon all these people they have no problem speculating if black lives matter is getting cops shot and they go so far as to have people on that are affiliated with black freedom movements and want them to renounce cops being shot mm-hmm. it's a war on cops so are they gonna take responsibility for these black lives matter people being shot no. or are they gonna find donald trump and make him renounce the shooting of these people he just had a a rally where he condoned his supporters beating up a man who said yes. black lives matter said the man was behaving disgusting for being in there saying black lives matter that's a disgusting thing to him so it's very uh it's very telling man like some days you just feel like you just want to you go outside and you think everything's in black and white and you're just gonna see colored water fountains and fucking dogs ain't that the truth you know (laughs) like some days you just feel like that you're like man i better not sit at the front of the counter who knows what the fuck's gonna happen 
Man, let me tell you, every day I go to work, I try to avoid so many conversations about some of the shit that's going on and like uh some of these current event issues man they'll be sitting in the back of the trucks talking shit i'm like you know what let me go to this other truck and just get on my phone because i'm gonna get upset and i'm not gonna like you motherfuckers no more yeah Mm -hmm. um the in that chicago police officer who shot a teen uh 16 times um where witnesses said he shot the teen twice uh while he was standing and once the teen hit the ground he shot him 14 more times god damn Mm-hmm. Uh, Officer Jason Van Dyke was formally charged Tuesday with the murder of 17-year-old Laquan McDonald. It's the first time a Chicago officer has been charged with first-degree murder for an on-duty shooting in almost 35 years. But it's not the first time authorities have investigated Van Dyke, who was reportedly the subject of at least 18 civilian complaints, none of which resulted in disciplinary action. God damn! Yeah, he was right every time, guys. That's usually how that works. It's just like Officer uh, Menendez here in uh, Michigan, in Inkster, who just got... Uh, found guilty of beating uh floyd dent yep robocop yep but uh nickname, robocop they just convicted mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. he had multiple complaints against him for years that went on with impunity until that video came out of him beating that man in the head and planting drugs in that man's car coincidentally he was right every time until there was video ain't that coincidence this every single time he was right um yeah the incident reportedly began october wait which which could explain why van dyke wasn't indicted until the autopsy was made public amidst reports of a graphic dash cam video described by one witness as an execution the incident occurred uh october 20th 2014 when van dyke responded to a call about an armed man in burger king parking lot it ended 16 shots later with mcdonald lying dead on the ground the official police story that van dyke fired after mcdonald who had pcp in his system lunged at him with a knife quickly fell apart right because they can test for that shit hope you know that right well they, hey that's this nigga was on pcp like chappelle said autopsy reports uh results show that mcdonald had been hit not once as initial claim, reports claim but 16 times in the head neck torso back arms and groin and legs Ooh. the graphic video which was viewed by attorneys for the mcdonald family reportedly shows mcdonald was walking away when van dyke began firing van dyke is said to continue shooting at mcdonald even as a teenager fell to the ground in a fetal position uh, attorneys for the family for the family provided this description he is walking when the officer began shooting the first shot spin mcdonald around the officer continues to fire from a distance of about 12 to 15 feet mcdonald falls the only movement is the puffs of smokes coming from the teen's torso and his head the police officer comes into view and kicks the knife out of the boy's right hand the video itself has been the subject of much litigation after the ap and a freelance journalist named brandon smith filed two separate freedom of information act requests a cook county judge finally ordered his release last week over vehement protests from the chicago police department of course span know about them which which argued that making the video public would hamper ongoing investigations what 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 ongoing investigations the ones the you mean the cover-up of this crime or okay the court imposed deadline for the video's release is tomorrow a lawyer for van dyke says his client feared for his life during the encounter and is scared to death the video's release will lead to violence against himself his wife and their two children the city has already settled with mcdonald's family for five million dollars <laughs> just yeah yep yep like i said didn't get indicted until that that judge said yeah y'all gotta show the video uh hey man this ain't personal but you're under you arrest you got to go yeah sorry yeah, about that you're not a nigga but we're gonna treat you like one today you're under arrest sir you got to go yeah a burger king manager says the chicago cops deleted surveillance video of the officer killing the team holy 
shit mm-hmm. there was surveillance footage of the fatal encounter between chicago police officer jason van dyke and a teenage suspect in the parking lot of a burger king until cops came and a substantial portion of the video mysteriously vanished a restaurant manager said hey man um what about them good cops though you know the good ones that when they fellow cop murder somebody they go to burger king and erase the footage of it you know the the ones that we're supposed to be rooting for why they ain't out here like denouncing all of this shit right <laughs> where's the cop that gets on cnn and says you, you know what we we don't condone these actions of the chicago police uh this isn't reflective of all of, of all police officers across the nation we don't get that at all we don't get anybody to argue that on television at all mm-hmm. you know what's amazing is i mean this happened october 20 2014 oh this, right. oh, this happened last year <laughs> Yeah, they've been covering this up for a year. Holy shit! Over a year, and the the thing is, the, like the, this stuff had to be known. Like right. this this manager probably was scared for a year. Of course, probably still scared. Probably like, yo, man, I hope nobody kills me for saying, doing my fucking duty as a citizen and being like, yo, these motherfuckers covered up a murder. Right. On uh, Tuesday, Van Dyke was in, indicted. Well, we know that part. Uh, that man just quit his job. Everybody gonna know why? I'm, I'm ooh, y'all gonna be flipping the whoppers on y'all alone. I'm out. Yeah. After the shooting, according to Jay Darshane, the district manager for Burger King, four to five police officers wearing blue and white shirts entered the restaurant, asked to view the video where, and were given the password to the equipment. Three hours later, they left, he said. The next day, when an investigator from the Independent Police Review Authority asked to view the security footage, it was discovered that the 86 minutes of video was missing. Holy shit. Oh, they knew that man was coming. Yeah. What were those officers' names? Hmm? is that the ongoing investigation is that the ongoing investigation that will be compromised from the video or no or is it the ongoing cover 86 minutes oh it's almost a fucking hour and a half Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh, long enough to watch a movie right um and lastly before we get into the walking dead review uh (laughs) shout out to all the white people that only listen to this one episode a week getting getting this blackness Mm -hmm. i know y'all be turning it off well that's enough of that (laughs) uh the man beaten and choked at a donald trump rally tells his story when activist mercutio uh southall jr was curled up on the ground being kicked and punched by donald trump supporters at a campaign rally in birmingham alabama he thought i can't die today i've got shit to do i have little kids fuck these people black realest interview ever for the record let me just say when i I, because i i said this so early in the process and i really don't think uh it was grasped then and i hopefully it'll be grasped now this is why none of this donald trump shit is cute to me right it never fucking was Mm -mm. you've never seen me ha 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 a donald trump article you we don't come on here and do donald trump impressions and shit not there's anything wrong with that shout out to jl he does a great one but i don't find anything remotely funny about this guy it's very dangerous to me the fact that this dude is leading the vote in one of the parties at all is sad it really says a statement about america because the only thing he's running on is ignorance and bigotry right and the fact that liberal white people middle of the road white people white people who claim to be moderate republicans co-sign this piece of shit is infuriating to me because while it's trivial to you 
and it's a joke to you it's my fucking life on the line with him rallying up these motherfucking races and assholes and xenophobes mm-hmm. over bullshit you know the guy has zero integrity it's not like he believes in his bullshit come on now and you think it's cute he's hosting snl because they think it's cute you know snl which probably most of the the actors and writers and shit there would claim to be some form of a liberal person right but nah they they think it's fucking it's hilarious because they get to opt out of this shit they don't get offended when he talks bad about latino people they don't get offended when he says stuff about the black lives matter people they don't get offended when this black man is beating at his rally and he says that it's okay like y'all don't get offended by that because you can opt out of it because you have privilege but i don't opt out of being a black man ever there's no there's no opt-out button for me so when i see this man get beat i'm just like that's the culmination of a year of y'all fucking hyping this man up and his supporters like it's cute because y'all were quote-unquote bored with the democratic people and you were bored with jeb bush but your boredom is killing people fuck that anyway those people i thought it was uh early on with donald trump I didn't expect this motherfucker to last this long. I really felt like his candidacy in and of itself was a joke of the process. Mm. And to see this dude continuously being the number one polled candidate for the Republican Party and continuing to see this guy draw thousands and thousands of people who were you who used to be mad that Barack Obama was considered a celebrity. Right. <laughs> right. Amazing. Mad about that. And now trumpeting that as if that's a, a a qualifying trait for president oh man right a guy that has no political experience remember when they were saying barack obama's lack of political experience was gonna fuck the country up americans are dumb right <laughs> yeah now it's okay yeah. now it's okay man just it's 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 some scary shit man and to see people that supposedly are well-meaning people people that claim to be allies but they're just sitting around like well he's the most interesting person i'd rather have him in the room than anybody else at least he's gonna say something interesting hillary and bernie they're not gonna say any fuck you fuck that what are you serious it's about being entertained and go watch fucking star search that's right find the fucking internet (laughs) youtube videos of star search because it's not on anymore and watch it watch the voice see beyonce and usher and all them on that old shit right, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so the single father of free who was raised in the civil rights cradle of, cradle of selma alabama told think progress that he decided to go to trump's event and with two friends in order to speak out against the front runners candidates racist rhetoric the things that he's been saying about black people latino people immigrants refugees we felt it was very disrespectful by the way shout out to this brother but not just going the stuff you've been saying about black people but being like no um brown people everybody the whole group non-whites i'm in here for everybody because he had a black lives matter shirt on and i know people just like see here they go with that but he's talking about all of that sism Mm -hmm. this is a city where some of the biggest battles of the civil rights movement happened where four little girls got bombed up so we already (laughs) i love the way he talks so we aren't accepting of anything like that kind of talk down here i mean this man came to our city a couple of weeks before christmas saying we should not let in middle eastern refugees if i'm not mistaken i think jesus was a middle eastern refugee so we were, <laughs> so we were not going to stand idly by and see the rise of the next hitler we knew we had to stand for something 
southall said he felt unwelcome as soon as he arrived at the event when trump supporters physically recoiled from him and his friends they were like a there was like a six feet space on either side of us he said the message was this is was not our town this is not our place of course the three tried to get close to the stage so they could have a chance to ask trump a question before the event started southall's friend began live streaming himself saying to his camera we want to show trump he's not coming here he's not welcome here upon hearing that a nearby man knocked the phone out of his hand prompted south hall to come to his friend's defense the three started chanting black lives matter what happened next was captured on video by a cnn reporter a crowd of trump supporters co- cover converging on south hall punching kicking and choking him while chanting all lives matter what hold on karen let me play this These are the same motherfuckers that voted for Sarah Palin. Right. They need to be arrested for assault. It was just a sea of white faces he told Think Progress. A lady kicked me in the stomach. A man kicked me in the chest. They called me nigger, monkey, and they shouted, all lives matter, while they were kicking and punching me. So for all the people who are still confused at this point, they proved what all lives matter meant. It means shut up, nigger. Right. That's it. That's the only time it ever even gets brought up. Yep. <laughs> Tell Man. black people to shut the fuck up. White That's- kid gets shot. I don't see no chance of all lives matter. No all lives matter protests. No all lives matter marches. Right. And they have been shot over some ridiculous shit and by the police officers, but I don't see y'all out there. Only people I ever see bringing attention to it are the black, same black, black lives matter people. The same black folks. Like, damn, police killing white kids. Like, on sunday the morning after the trump rally uh, the rally trump told a host of fox and friends that south hall deserved what he got maybe he should have been roughed up it was disgusting what he was doing this is a very obnoxious guy a troublemaker looking for to make trouble and nobody's holding him accountable for this bullshit local police seem to agree using language nearly identical to how jim crow era birmingham police chief bull connor described martin luther king jr police spokesperson lieutenant sean edwards told cnn I would be a little curious with Mercutio Southall. He has been an agitator from day one. Mercutio is always the agitator. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, okay. I don't know. So, we doing? All right. Reporters also brought up the incident with Robert Kigger, the leader of the pro-Trump super PAC, Citizens for Restoring the USA. Kigger or Kiger, I don't know, uh, told CNN that the Black Lives Matter movement is a farce. Yeah, tell the five people that got shot that come on now them bullets is real right what's farcical about that uh they don't really have a cause they're trying to bring to the forefront and if they did they go to baltimore or chicago what about the kids in chicago remember when that uh that that small penis loser that right called up here said that shit like what about black on black crime uh when the cnn anchor challenged him saying so they don't have the right to protest at the trump rally kiger responded no they don't really look i wouldn't go into a black church and start screaming white lives matter setting aside the implication that a trump rally is a white space analogous to a black church right south hall has not confined his demonstrations to political rallies 
the former police academy student and club scout master was arrested last year during a black lives matter demonstration at a local walmart he was tasered and arrested this summer while protesting the death of 18 year old kendra chapman in police custody in the birmingham suburb of homewood a black panther movement admirer and firm believer in armed self-defense south Hall has also been arrested for openly carrying guns he legally owns holy shit i mean and i will say this and i know you got it you own guns mr spam i'm gonna tell you this the uh-huh. right to bear arms was never meant for our black asses it, it was just never meant for us it you know it just happened we got rights and freedoms that they didn't expect us to have <laughs> yeah i'm not saying you shouldn't own it but Me i'm either. saying but i'm saying they definitely don't believe you should you know what i'm saying we, we, we went on the list we, it's a it's a revolutionary act for a black person to arm themselves right I will say this, and I've said this many, many times, even as a gun owner and someone who carries a gun every day, I do not walk the streets open carrying for any reason at all. Right. And part of that reason is because one, I believe it just draws way too much attention to yourself. Right. And then two, imagine me walking around the burbs where I live now with an AR-15 strapped to my back. Right. It is not going to go down in much the same way that it goes down on YouTube for a lot of these white guys who are looking to agitate the police. It's right. just not going to go down that way for me. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where I like with, with open carry, I've never been a fan of. I just haven't. If I can carry my gun, I'll carry it and nobody needs to know. Yep. <laughs> just how I, that's just how I roll. Yeah. You, cause, cause like you're not going to be on YouTube like now see, I am legally on the south side of the property. And in, this, <laughs> in this county if you stand on the south side i mean what are you gonna do sissy hmm? i get oh, enough flack for just having tinted windows on my car i'm not just gonna <laughs> you ain't gonna crank it up even more yeah, those videos are so ridiculous because the person is like well what are you gonna do little bitch cop hmm? huh little yep. bitch boy and the cops be like sir if you just calm down i'm not gonna calm down okay i got my ar-15 and i will shoot it if i want to right police be exercising so much patience with those dudes that they will not exercise with me right and i know that going in so, uh, um so yeah man he um but yeah man he basically just gave his rundown man he said uh you know he's he's had so many run-ins with the police and shit in the past um and he's fighting out here fighting for your freedom and mine mm-hmm. with his quote-unquote fake movement where he got beat up for it come on now you know it's not a real movement um his life on the line all right now you can get some walking dead all right guys you had to get this you had to get this system first <laughs> oh yeah and everybody got a hundred. Oh yeah Every- yeah yeah a hundred for me <laughs> all right That's right guys episode seven of season six of the walking dead called heads up directed by david boyd written by Channing powell uh and i mean it got actually the looks like fourth highest third highest third highest rating of the season huh that's interesting um yeah everybody swear they gave up on the show this motherfucking ratings keep going yeah they do 
um uh this is uh you know the episode where we get back to alexandria see how they're coping with the zombie horde outside uh you know get to find out um what's going on with glenn which is a huge thing that everybody was looking out for mm-hmm. um and we get to find out what's going on with enid um i will uh ask you first karen as usual what'd you think about this episode in general i loved it i uh well i go into some of my other opinions later i think some things was concise, but overall i still loved it all right mr span what'd you think about this episode i didn't quite love it but i did like it there was some, there was some shit <laughs> that I thought was a little shaky too, but yeah, it was a good episode. All right, and uh, for me, uh, now that I've watched it twice, uh, I love this episode. It might be my favorite episode of the season. Uh, I had to think about it a little bit more because you know the first three episodes got off with a bang. Yeah, they did. But this might be my favorite episode for how much it fucked with the audience like yeah. i have never seen so much rage yeah they're very mad and i've never felt so smart i oh. was pissed man yes <laughs> I, was gonna, I was so pissed oh and i called it weeks ago weeks ago i said it doesn't matter how this shit turns out people about to be mad mm-hmm. and i've turned their rage into my joy <laughs> i know people shitting on this show right now and i'm like fuck it y'all didn't care then don't care now ain't that the truth yeah last night was it not last night night before last (laughs) and and one thing i do appreciate it is they was like y'all been begging fucking five weeks fuck it we not gonna wait the last five minutes we're gonna show you now and let you be mad the rest of the motherfucking show and i appreciate that because it's funny my my timeline split up into two camps the same two i haven't been arguing with anybody because i was like i'm cool with either way it went Mm -hmm. um but some people was like i told y'all he was alive and up he was like i told y'all i'm mad he he fucking man i saw people quit (laughs) the show live yeah i saw saw people like straight up i fuck this show i'm out live oh it's so good (laughs) oh i wish this could happen every day i wish every show made people feel this strongly (laughs) their emotions was 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 heavy i ain't seen nothing like this is the sands of rape episode of game of thrones right because people was upset like i saw so many think pieces that you know they blew it it doesn't matter how i was like oh shit <laughs> them thank pieces they got the critics man Ooh. so all right we'll do our scene my scene breakdown as we do yeah um uh, so and i'll try to you know go through it a little faster than normal um uh, but uh <laughs> we come to uh the episode in the same place that we left i want to say three episodes ago now mm-hmm. um i want to say it was episode um thank you yep and that was episode four so we start episode seven with thank you nicholas and glenn standing on top of the uh trash can uh nicholas shooting himself in the head killing himself falling and glenn trying to save him i don't know why trying to grab this brain dead man (laughs) and uh he (laughs) falls and nicholas is on top of him Uh and he's pinned down except this time the camera angle is a little different yes it is the way they fell looks a little different to me mm-hmm. <laughs> and it seems that somehow the way they fell glenn's head is very very close to being under the dumpster right where he just crawls to safety 
as the zombies only eat nicholas who was on top of him and don't bite glenn not even once not mm-hmm. a, not a scratch Mm-mm. nothing um that shit was comical well what i think is i mean and i want to say even the blocking for the scene was different mm-hmm. like the way that they shot the scene the first time it was the exact opposite they landed differently mm-hmm. everything was different okay which yep. you know which i thought could happen you know i think it's the cheapest way out possible but that you know it happened right <laughs> so <laughs> my thing is i think that he survived because zombies are racist ah, they don't want no chinese <laughs> think about it no egg rolls you're right it could be that simple they don't want to eat an asian guy right so they will eat that tasty delicious white male privileged meat first right because it lasts longer they're like nope i remember when i was alive i had the number two i was hungry 20 minutes later Mm y'all think nicholas tastes like fredicini alfredo he might (laughs) you know he might taste like mac and cheese of course Uh, of course gouda right we don't know what he tastes what's inside of white people you know it might be the cheese but uh they ate the fuck out of nicholas and was just like we'll get to the asian later and glenn slid under a trash bit yeah. the trash bit dumpster yeah he was like uh this food got to go i will not be your takeout all right <laughs> so glenn um survived for it seemed to be uh maybe 24 hours underneath that thing because uh they did the fast like fast forward kind of like you know montage mm-hmm. yeah and as he was underneath the dumpster the zombies started turning one by one and walking away. Okay. And and I think that a can rolled. And I think, uh, I didn't know at that time, but I think Enith may have done that, like tossed something out there. Yeah, see, I thought about that. That makes no fucking sense. Here's why. Unless she's, unless it's going to come out later, she absolutely saw Glenn and knew he was under there. How the hell would she know? And why would she fuck with those zombies in that way? What? Well, then I have a question. How did she know to throw the bottle down there? Yeah, well, she—I don't know. I don't right. know. She could have been sitting on the roof, yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it after he came out? Yeah, that was he, after he came out and she saw him. Because here, here was my beef about that entire scene. This is why I was so upset, right? Like even with the can, like as you know, from the time where uh, Glenn came, you know, when he when him and Nicholas fell. And everybody kept talking about this, even then that Nick fell on top of Glenn. And I took screenshots of that scene. I'm like, where the fuck is Nick? Mm-hmm. I don't see Nick. Where the hell is he? Right? And Glenn's doing all this crying, all this yelling. I'm like, nobody hurt. You know, we know the zombies are attracted to the sound. Nobody hears this motherfucker crying. Nobody's grabbed this motherfucker's leg or arm, nothing. And he just slides up under the garbage can. I just thought it was like complete BS. But like, all right, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it for right now right the the fact that the can was able to distract all those walkers and yet they couldn't be attracted to or, or decipher between uh glenn yelling right. was, was something that i thought was a bit odd i was like okay whatever right the can attracted him but not a grown-ass whole entire man <laughs> sliding underneath the trash <laughs> them oreos uh with no no um with them uh ringos got their attention pinto beans <laughs> black eyed peas whatever the hell peaches whatever the hell was in that can um and i believe she saw him because she was camping out in that building Mm -hmm. i don't think she saved him on purpose like now maybe she was trying to clear those zombies out so she could camp in that building but that doesn't really make sense either so she could come down possibly yeah so mate i mean but that's still a huge 
it's a huge size for what we know of zombies karen is that no, I, oh, i'll yeah, just I'm, throw I'm, one I'm can not, and not, then uh you know wait a day and then all the walkers will be cleared out i'm not arguing with you on that point yeah I'm that's the saying. most that would be the it's, i'm just saying it would be a huge size is what i'm saying okay like zombies got some good ass here and it's a hundred of us but i hear a, 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 a can of corn roll yeah um you know i don't think a huge herd i mean they used fireworks to move that herd you know what i'm saying like just a can rolls by and then the zombies are like all right we're out <laughs> let's go i gotta leave too not to mention like the other zombies are making noise like i don't know man it's it's a huge size mm-hmm. but um huge size or not that's what happened yes it is that's exactly what happened yeah and um before y'all even write in uh it's some bullshit oh yeah we know <laughs> yeah not even trying to defend that shit yeah, I, it's I, bullshit I, I told you it was bullshit yeah. no matter how it turned out unless they were able to write some type of miraculous fucking thing into this yeah. it was gonna be some bullshit and uh that's exactly what it was right because they made a big ass thing and then you had the talking dead doing this thing and then after it was revealed he did a video it was like oh this is just gonna make infuriate people even the more they, they took were trying so hard to sell it last night dude right. or that they were trying so hard to sell it they took his name off the credits for three weeks yep like that like <laughs> that's how hard they were selling this shit and yes during the talking dead they were selling it so hard just right. they had a poll in the polls like how, what did you do when you saw glenn was alive it was like do the dance of joy uh pee myself uh let myself uh you know like you know he's let out a scream like it was only positive responses of course. they didn't want to be like say this some bullshit <laughs> that shit would have won that motherfucking poll <laughs> oh the bs that, yeah the bs that they got a high percentage mm-hmm. i know people was mad wasn't no option to be mad <laughs> right yes they was <laughs> but uh yeah man i saw my timeline a lot of people was mad i thought i would be mad when they first oh. when they first did it but i okay Oh, I wasn't mad at all. I was, I, 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 I think for, for me, I was, I was like, well, either way it go, I'm be fine. But, but you know, um, uh, what's going to be really, really fucked up. And I could see them doing this. And I, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen because it's separate from the comic book world. Uh, like separate universe. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they bought him back. And then later on, maybe not this season and the next season, he ends up dying anyway. Well, everybody kind of ends up dying eventually, I right. think, but i just thought it would be i just thought i would be more mad about this but um i was just more like fuck it man they don't care so i don't care right you know what i mean from now on i will refer to him only as either glenn pock or glenn avelli (laughs) (laughs) dog yes he is glenn avelli (laughs) he is glenn avelli dog the seven day theory uh that that motherfucker really and he just and it was also so anticlimactic the way that he survived because it's like he just crawled from underneath the thing all the zombies were gone uh all the zombies had stopped trying to kill him and that was the end like he just waited it out and all the zombies were like well so that again i said with the zombies when does that ever happen with it like oh well fuck it he ain't here no more yeah the same <laughs> the same herd is stuck around the wall of alexandria why don't somebody just for why, days why don't they just throw a, a can just throw a can 
<laughs> apparently zombies will just fucking hear the can and just turn around and leave right get the fuck out of here it's it's a huge size um and it, and we and it's only because of who this character is to people who this actor is to people and yep. it was a way to keep a favorite while pretending that the show had stakes and it's the most obvious and apparent thing they've ever done on the show and i do feel like it's a huge hurdle and we and it is a jump the shark moment somebody was like is this a jump the shark moment you're gonna start watching and i was like well that's the thing about jump the shark moments niggas didn't turn the tv off when fozzie jumped that goddamn shark that's not how it happens it just that was the moment that you go back to three four five years later like oh man you know what shit wasn't the same after that so uh i feel like they had that work cut out for them because i think a lot of people are now feeling a lot less invested in the show because of that that's true and 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 this is just my i guess theory or uh, controversial theory it wouldn't surprise me if they had uh really drawn it where he died and just decided nah we're not gonna kill him maybe like 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 if they did because honestly i think between beth and and, uh carol i think carol was supposed to die but i think they chose to kill beth instead because just the way it was written and she had a, a bunch of episodes where she was she was she wasn't there. Uh, this is my particular opinion. I think sometimes they might do things a certain way and then go back and just change their minds. Okay, well, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong. Maybe that's how it works, but that would seem pretty costly and uh, <laughs> kind of like for a TV show where they plan all this shit out to just on a whim be like, ah, we changed our mind. We killed Glenn, but let's uh, film a bunch of new scenes and put them back. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do they, cause they don't film the stuff in order and then all the scenes affect other stuff. And for this show to be so meticulously detailed, um, it, it would be a shocker to me to find out that they really were just reversing decisions that easily. Now, that being said, it, that maybe that's the only thing that makes sense for a lot of people since this shit didn't make sense. But I just think I, people keep sending me conspiracy theories and, excuses and shit that didn't come from the show i don't want to hear it it's no excuse yeah that doesn't they, they let him survive on some bullshit mm-hmm. that's it this is like he's popular and they decided not to do it it's, it might as well let uh everybody write in letters to vote in a poll whether robin gets killed or not in uh the batman comic book like <laughs> it, 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 it's a it's a blatant abuse of your um enthusiasm for the show but i saw a lot of people that argued when this happened for it they were like right i want to be back and they've done this before and if they do it again that's fine and i don't care and it, that's what a writer that's their and i was like you know what though you say that but i said when the shit actually happens you're not gonna be okay with that it sounds okay in theory until you wait four weeks to find out what you already knew so if you knew he was alive all that means is that the show is now predictable as fuck true that then there's no level of whatever that they can do to somebody where you're like oh yeah i know that this one's fake so either way it was gonna be some bullshit that's why i said i'm cool with it once i realized it's gonna be some bullshit i said cool and i'm i'm over it and, um, and there's another thing too is uh like some of the people who i i kept coming across were talking about how uh it's too early for glenn uh, you know, right. they're judging from like the comic book and everything else. Like we, we have to remember that this show isn't parallel with the right. comic. No. Yeah. Uh, it's a separate like, universe. At, at this particular point, I don't think, I don't think I'm giving a spoiler away. Yeah. But at this particular point in the comic book, Rick is with Andrea. 
right yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's not yeah it's absolutely and like, andrea's and, been dead for three seasons damn near now right. yeah exactly that's why i'm not even i don't even listen to those people when they're like mm-hmm. no because this has to happen i was like but you don't know that because the show hasn't done any of that shit like nope. there's some stuff that happens to michonne in the comic book that don't happen on this show at all right they ship michonne and tyrese together in the comic book right mm-hmm. well i wasn't talking about no shipping i was talking about what happened with her with the governor <laughs> yeah, the, yeah right. when they that, first in, encountered oh, yeah. them. right but they don't do any of that stuff mm-hmm. you know that's not even a reality in this world so you know i just think that um people keep trying to turn it into the comic book no it's not you know maybe they'll do it maybe they won't i just but that's what i like about the show is that i don't know what they'll do um uh, which is why it sucks when they do some predictable shit like keeping glenn alive huge size um so yeah uh glenn comes, comes out from under the um dumpster enid throws him a w- bottle of water from the um roof she says heads up and while he's still registering who the fuck said that she throws the water and it lands in a mud puddle and breaks and she's like i said heads up and he's like enid and then enid runs off and um i was like you know i guess Enid's not a hopeless cause because at least she gave glenn some water mm-hmm. you know she tries to pretend that she doesn't care about anybody anybody but herself she's just out here to survive on her own jss but she didn't have to give that man water or let him know she was up there Mm-mm. so um yeah, she has some humanity glenn goes into the building uh that was always right next to the alley where they should have gone instead of that trash can mm-hmm um, <laughs> he goes in there and there's no zombies in there by the way oh all the way by that can right nicholas and his motherfucking uh plan uh right. his, his gps uh so they so he goes in there and he sees basically that enid has been in there eating and surviving she had busted open like three or four cans of some food and shit right to which i was like if it's only been one day is enid going through three cans a day because that's not smart you got ration that baby um so she was just like uh and he saw that you know like a compass was in there and shit maybe it was somebody else's shit but i think it was enid's and uh enid was somewhere in there hiding where he could hear her but not see her and they had a conversation that basically culminated in him being like um what's what are you doing in here she said there's another water bottle on the in the corner take it and go and he was basically like no i'm not gonna leave you out here um what why are you even out here she tells him uh he said well well did the herd break and hit and uh, uh alexandria is that why you're here and she's like no um and oh and i just want to clarify because someone uh said well maybe glenn heard the horn underneath when he was under the uh trash dumpster and that's why the zombies left no the horn is what started the herd in the first place mm-hmm. so that 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 wasn't what drew those zombies away nope they just decided it would be a convenient plot twist <laughs> For us to and, move. I, and they all turned around and left <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so um yeah they uh glenn's having this conversation with enid who is like i said she's like hiding and he can't find her and he basically gets to the point where he's like what happened she says the same thing that always happens people died yeah because when he was talking to her she didn't know when she left she left out oh yeah yeah i'll get to that okay and then she says um and i was like yo enid is so emo like you know she got the complete daria collection in her house (laughs) 
<laughs> i love that you know what i, I mean do. um and then uh glenn uh was basically like so people died from the walkers she said no people came and killed the people mm-hmm. and he's like what about maggie and she got real quiet and he said what about maggie and then he started rummaging through the place looking for her. and i guess uh since she was coming from above him he went to the roof and when he got to the roof he looked down and she was already on the ground running away uh and she basically said she didn't know what happened to maggie but she just ran the fuck out of there because you know glenn once he hears maggie's name he got to get that popeye's around right <laughs> that's the only thing it's the only thing the three two care about i mean the two care about is uh each okay. other maggie and glenn so um glenn gets his stuff jumps down from the roof and gets ready to follow enid and just decides fuck it and goes the other way first smart decision glenn's made since he got (laughs) under that trash can and uh the show saved him but uh uh so then (laughs) oh that's that's gonna i'm gonna have to start calling that the jumping the nick moment for the show i think i'm gonna have to call it like we need instead of jumping the shark we're gonna have to start calling like the hiding under the nick moment right uh so rick um we cut we cut back to rick and rick saw morgan practicing his tai chi with his uh, uh practicing his um uh what, what was that art he learned with the bow staff whatever it was the don't kill nobody art <laughs> the ninja turtles yeah and uh rick was like hey aikido that's what it was aikido yeah he said we're gonna have a um we're gonna have a meeting after after uh later on uh conference call at lunch uh and morgan was like all right and then rick went and um went up to the wall and i was right again he discovered that that was blood coming from a hole in the wall not from the top spencer didn't kill himself there was no suicide the way that physics work if the fucking wall had blood on it it wouldn't start halfway down guys it would start from the top and leak down that's just physics now i can't help that i you know took physics and some of y'all must not have but that that's this common sense um so it was a hole in the wall that had blood coming out of it which obviously means that the wall is now a woman and it's time for rick to have to talk with him. <laughs> okay there's gonna be little boys looking at the wall now gotta talk about the birds and the bees you gotta talk about the responsibilities you know and Lori's not around to do that uh so he sees the blood coming out the wall then he goes up to the top uh maggie's basically on watch just watching this for any signs of glenn and the crew and they have a little heart to heart but rick it basically ends with rick saying hey man the crew will be back glenn sasha daryl uh abe you know they're, they're our people they'll be fine you know don't assume the worst and i mean at this point maggie i don't even know that she needed to hear that because maggie erased glenn's name off that wall so i feel like she really does think he's alive out there true like she's not giving up hope but she was like i just can't go get him but i'm not giving up hope right and rick says maybe we can we'll just figure out a plan we got a plan we got plenty of time we can come up with a really good plan and clear out the walkers and save the save ourselves maybe we don't have to wait on them to come back then we can go out and look for them and shit so don't worry we're gonna get proactive and we're fine the walls are still up we're fine and she says i saw judith the other day she started to look like Lori. and 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 shane and shane 
<laughs> right. that was a silent not, not, not like you it was a silent and shame on that. right <laughs> implied started like Lori and her real daddy <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. that ain't your baby right. <laughs> yes starting to look like Lori and that man who's getting ready to have his own marvel movie <laughs> <laughs> right the guy playing the punisher right uh old snail mail uh buddy that uh wrote that letter to betsy dearest betsy right uh glenn rolled up on his corpse which was quill yeah with ink with an ink with a quill uh pen and uh inkwell uh old old snail mail was sitting there wedged into the fence still since he had gotten eaten and apparently he couldn't couldn't move anymore and uh glenn uh stabbed him in the head that was a cool um effect with the eyeball oh his eyeball was stuck to the fence y'all yes that was so neat so gross yeah um i mean yeah, it was gross but it was neat going oh yeah that that makes sense but ew so then glenn found that letter to betsy and he read it and he got ready to climb over the fence to go back home and something i guess made him go i'm gonna go back for enid probably seeing him see at the first i thought he was going back for his stuff i was like that's right remember he left his stuff in the pet shop okay right but apparently because i thought that reminded him like oh shit i probably wrote a, a suicide letter and somewhere too you know because i was looking at herschel's watch getting yeah. all depressed right but, uh, he's unborn right he might have wrote a letter to his unborn like Nas. i don't know but he went back uh, to, uh apparently to find enid um gabe meanwhile back in alexandra is handing up flyers uh to invite people to prayer by the solar panels at at one i guess he got a new sun god he's praying to i don't know <laughs> but they're going by the sol- to the solar panels to do the praying mm-hmm. and uh rick saw that shit and ripped that shit down like he was bill maher it was it's great like, he was like nope <laughs> yeah and then, hey, i love that the little small touch in there carl goes dad <laughs> you didn't have to do him like that damn because you know glenn uh carl's got a little soft spot for gabe now remember he was gonna teach him how to use a machete and shit right like he trying to be friends and, and rick's like man fuck your religion right. <laughs> don't know why i want to pray with you nigga you fucking <laughs> hating ass motherfucker right. you snitch ass bitch <laughs> your religion don't matter oh man and i was like yo the worst part about that ain't no printers gabe had to draw all them shits himself man and write handwritten notes to every he wasted paper ink and uh his time yeah and he ain't got the technology we got you can't you can't go back to the word or the or the google documents and bring it back up and just uh send it to the inkjet again yeah so uh rick basically gives uh ron a lesson in how to shoot with a gun even though he doesn't give them any uh bullets and they don't actually do any target practice but he just talks to him because he was he'd been so pressed mm-hmm. uh just I, I was just looking like why are you so pressed to get this training all of a sudden yeah and I, I think since rick saw that hole in the wall he's a lot more conscious about the idea of making noise because i he was before he was teaching the boy how to shoot at the top of the wall like aim here make this you know and now he's like yeah we should probably cut down the law on the on the um we should probably cut down on the noise in here because the wall is on this period and it might get an attitude oh so, lord i'm but, just surprised that rick isn't more, more wary of the fact that like this kid didn't like you just two or three days ago like he mm-hmm. hated your fucking guts 
and now he's your bosom buddy. You can't lead it. You, you can't go anywhere without this kid being in your ass. Something ain't right there, and I'm surprised Rick ain't picked that shit up. That's what happened when you uh fucking somebody, mama. Right, and I think he, like you said, it's probably to get on that boy's good side, and mm-hmm. you know he's like, hey, you know he's finally quote unquote listening to me, and I don't think he totally trusts him because I think that's re- another reason why he didn't give him bullets. Yeah, he didn't give him bullets. Right, but the whole time Carl is talking, and just he's doing that annoying thing where he's someone's teaching, and then. He's like the student that always gets an A in class and raises their hand because they know all the answers. Right. Um, like I, like Carl was acting like how I imagine Peyton Manning is acting when they try to have Osweiler in the quarterback memes. <laughs> like nobody was asking you, dude. Like let me let let him get this. He's like, um, yeah. So what you gonna, what's gonna happen is you're gonna tense up and you're gonna miss. He's like, yeah, you're gonna miss too. Like like it was like that. Uh, it was like Pootie Tang. And it's hot out there too. Like, all right, man. Like, damn. And so I saw the way Ron was looking at Carl. And he just had this look on his face. And all I could hear was Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Like, he had that look like, I'm going to put on a black trench coat, come to ah. school, shoot everybody ass up. Everybody um just i mean he had a look on him dog it was it was pure and, evil and it didn't look right and i and, and from that moment on because i didn't know you know what was gonna happen but my theory at that period of time was like he trying to learn so he could fuck carl up and i thought about that and i said i was like i don't know what's gonna happen but it won't be surprising to me if he's so pressed to learn how to do this shit because of carl because he because he had issues with carl from the beginning and i think he feels like he quote unquote stole enid from him enid don't want neither one of them motherfuckers mm-hmm. it's enid but oh yes enid. and and he also the other thing too is like when they had that friday night sissy fight not too long ago yes they did carl won you know i know he just saw himself being pushed down on the ground in slow motion he's hot about that he's young and he comes from an yeah. abusive household you know like there's a bunch of markers on this kid he's you know he's angry he's rebellious he blames rick for his father's death he um you know doesn't like carl he thinks carl stole his girl his if enid even knows that she's quote unquote his girl like that's some possessive shit he might learn from his dad like i don't think she knows yeah the kid's all fucked up so um you know he but he's now rick gives him a gun but no bullets said so you can just get used to carrying uh keep in mind jesse told rick not to do this right just keep in mind yeah say again span sorry she said he can't he can't hear that from you he can't get it coming from you right she told weeks ago she absolutely told him that i just love the way this show ties little threads together that because you forget about these little shits especially if all you're doing is watching the show so you can come up with the next like complaint instead of like paying attention to what they're giving you a lot of this shit comes right back and you're just like oh fuck they did say rick not to do that and rick with his fucking dictatorship mansplaining ass is like fuck that boy won't learn i'm gonna teach him yeah but i fucked your mama last night come on <laughs> let's do it you shouldn't possibly feel any kind of way about that right like people don't have emotions like people forget shit right. and it's also one of those things like she know her child and she's like 
he's not which he really didn't hear him he was just following instructions right but he really wasn't taking what rick said to heart he's thinking about shooting carl right rick is handing him the gun and and rick's instructions were terrible he's see you hold the gun like this looks like i hold your mama titties last night right (laughs) now imagine nope move your finger like this imagine it's the clit of your mama all right (laughs) then you're just gonna flick it like this like i flick them nipples right Mm mm-hmm and it's gonna squirt just like your mama did last night (laughs) Car Wake in. up the next morning, you want some breakfast, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> Walk down, says butt naked. Well, no, yeah, yeah. And then and Carl just in the background co-signing. He got his dick in his eggs, man. Like, come on, man. All right, all old and greased up, shining and shit. Carl co-signing it. Yep, yep, just like your mama. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so then uh, Rick was like, I got to go to my conference call with uh, Morgan and the crew and uh oh wait first morgan walked towards denise's doctor shack uh mm. to ask uh, what i assume to ask for medical attention for that that wolf that he has hidden back there mm-hmm. and denise and he gave up and changed his mind because she didn't come to the door fast enough and then she opened the door she was like sorry i was just making uh this and it was some runny looking white shit and she asked him did he want some oatmeal and i i was like that's the least advertising invitation for oatmeal i've ever heard in my life right no thank you <laughs> you want some of this like she said this like like i fucked this up like i don't yeah i don't know what you call this oatmeal i guess yes. cereal i know that question i don't fuck some shit up i don't, I don't think you want mm-mm. is this yeah. grits I don't, I don't know i don't want this i don't think i know you do either I'm i know i out. made it i know i made it but like technically uh it's i don't know what it was <laughs> right and uh no we will not be eating this for dinner and of course more just add a little more it's a little watery right now just add a little more it'd be all right <laughs> add some flour hey you know um what morgan was like i don't eat white people's cooking so he just walked off uh, <laughs> he's like probably ain't got no seasoning then he turned around walked off um I probably didn't. so then morgan goes to his uh 10 30 conference call and <laughs> in the conference meeting uh it wasn't just rick and morgan it was rick carol michonne and then morgan on mm. one on his side of the table by himself and the other three kind of all on their side of the table and i said are they about to lay him off ah <laughs> they about to get the pink slip i've had a couple of these right that's, that's how it goes you start seeing people in the room you don't even fucking talk to you're like what are you doing why are you here hr right in your uh, badge michonne to escort you to the gates yeah you know michonne <laughs> is security <laughs> also i noticed everybody uh like I, uh, michonne sword was at the table his uh bow staff morgan's bow staff was at the table i said these motherfuckers about to get the kung fu fighting right so um you know uh rick basically just sat him down i was like so how you think you doing here at uh at alexandria llc uh, and what's, ah! your, what, what, what's your five-year goal what's your right. five-year plan uh we've been keeping an eye on you you know yeah. you've been tardy a few times it's been a, a a lot of ims a lot of instant messages uh going around <laughs> right i'm on not the, saying we that you can't do it i'm just saying yeah we begin some complaints about you on the intranet notice you've been making a lot of personal calls mm-hmm. well, um, there over five minutes right so uh he um <laughs> bathroom breaks yeah a lot, <laughs> a lot of unorganized break. are you going one or number two if you don't mind me asking uh so basically they asked morgan uh rick's like yo um i killed five people with w's on their head on my way here and uh carol said when the wolves attacked 
you let a lot of them live mm-hmm. he was watching so are those like could that have been the five people you didn't kill and uh you know carol's there and everything and morgan's like well uh no and then yeah morgan's like yeah i let some of them go and rick's like why like why would you do that and morgan says which by the way i don't know i for the record i don't know if it's lenny james acting or if i just legit feel like morgan had a great point but he basically said why didn't you kill me yeah and rick says because i know you and that's not who you were and he said i tried to kill you like i like that definitely wasn't an accident that day i stabbed the fuck out of you rick and you still let me live and because you let me live i later found aaron and daryl and saved them from a car full of walkers and you know because you gave me a second chance it was basically kind of paid back paid forward because of that and everybody was like yeah that's cool bro but like them niggas is savage mm-hmm. and so then morgan was like look all life is precious rick and and rick was like uh i mean michonne was like uh all life is oh no 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 i'm sorry first he said i don't know what's right anymore to which also i'm like yo lenny james absolutely killing that scene because i've said last week it kind of felt like morgan is an alcoholic yeah with killing and his joint is like i can't take a sip because i just be killing motherfuckers like "Mm, clear (laughs) and he's like i can't go back to that rick you don't understand dog like it's i'm straight on a no kill darby uh no no kill diet right now i can't no 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 kills no kills just go straight to my thighs and so Ah! um he said all life is precious is that and that idea changed me and it brought me back and it keeps me living which uh makes me wonder like what would he do if um if he gave up on that would he kill himself or something right uh and so michonne's like yeah 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 nigga that's cool but um you might have to stop doing that um (laughs) all lives matter shit because uh things aren't as simple as four words and i don't think they ever were Mm -hmm. to which morgan says you think i don't belong here and rick says making it now you really think you can do that without getting blood on your hands and morgan says i don't know and it was some powerful ass acting basically they just put this nigga on probation yeah yeah, yeah i mean we'll six see. months somebody he, oh, he got ahead. his first letter he got his first disciplinary letter yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the fuck he got yeah they they said they're watching him it was a, a nice email you know yeah. paper trail start that paper trail early um what i thought was funny about this well not funny but what i thought was interesting about this is one i some people were like yeah if he should have told him about the wolf right here i don't think he would have and that's not because it would be a death sentence for morgan because people kept saying well they that's a death sentence Mm -mm. i don't think they would kill morgan for that Mm -mm. i think they would kick him out Mm -mm. possibly Mm -mm. maybe put him back in that in that same cell but i don't think that's what would happen i think they would kill that wolf yep and i don't think he's okay with that Mm -mm. like that's how fucked up the psychosis he's in is it's like he's on some like i'm not telling y'all because y'all would kill him and i don't want him that would be me not protecting his life now even if i don't take a person's life myself if i do anything that allows their life to be taken 
then i'm then that is the same thing as killing them basically that's like i'm aiding and abetting which that's the scary part to me with morgan like if a motherfucker said i don't want to kill people cool here are some kitchen utensils work and make us some food you know what i'm saying like hey you don't want to kill work in the garden that's fine yeah clean the bathroom right we can work with that what i don't want is a motherfucker is like i don't kill and i let the enemy live and i feed them and i put them in our house and i'm not gonna tell nobody about it fuck that secrets kill yep so yeah morgan's on some fuck shit um and he basically said that he doesn't know if he can live with he doesn't know if he can live without getting blood on his hands or not so i don't think that means that he would never kill but it just sounds like he ain't found a situation where he would yet um or would again uh see you come back the towers cracking like a ticking countdown right Mm -hmm. the tower is split in half from that truck hitting it right uh rick rick tells michonne about this plan to clear the walkers and how you can use fireworks and guns and they clear a path and they go out and kill some walkers and shit um and she's like okay cool he said uh yeah we'll have this person do this and this person do that and she notices he's not mentioning anybody that's not that anyone from alexandria basically and she's like well what about the alexandrians you know he said well i just like to keep this between our people for now and michelle's like why like we should tell everybody mm-hmm. and rick's like um you know uh which i kind of understand rick's point of view right because he was like i don't want because every time i bring something to everybody gets scared everybody panic i got to calm everybody down and people don't want to go with the plane like fuck that I'm, I'm i'm tired of making executive decisions and, and and the whole ship get rocked every time i say some shit versus everybody being more understanding Right. right now, Michonne is like the text winner to Rick's Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. Because she's pretty much one of the only ones who can like really get in his face and get in his ear and get him to do what she, well, what she thinks is best for the team, even though he may have like the better overall view of what needs to happen. She can get him to look at the, uh, the, the macro, uh, instances of what needs to go on for the rest of the team to flourish. She's like the text winner to his Phil Jackson. Yes. And he listens to her. which i do like because she basically called him out and said nah you can inform the alexandrians of your plan even though they do whine about it now is the time because we do have walls around us we do have legitimate safety and we can take time to train them because anything else is just excuses because you're writing them off and and rick's been acting like that all all season like i I don't even think he knows alexandria's names other than deanna i think he'd just be like and number five uh (laughs) listen right and they need them to be quite honest with you can't keep running your star players all game yes people to come off that bench man and he ain't trying to use the bench you got to get these people involved he on that thibodeau man (laughs) yeah he think he he thibs out out here damn running derrick rose into the ground and shit michelle hey, like my knees hurt the starters need a break too bro yeah <laughs> right. they do michelle about to turn to joe kill noah right <laughs> back up gotta come in someday uh deanna ran out of breath uh running up there to tell them them expansion plans <laughs> she, she i noticed that it was a small little thing they put in there but she came up to them like when uh in a uh when a uh, back in the like 1900s and 1800s when a courier came 
out of breath to be like good news <laughs> the capital is, is is rioting you know what she i mean she rode that horse over there and got off and ran the rest of the way right like paul reveal she came up there and was like i got these expansion plans and uh i felt good for her because she finally had some hope and like she finally had some soap and washed her face yeah she did like i don't she know if she got her ass because she was looking downright dirty yeah so she finally got some hope back in her face and some color and hope you know, we'll make you clean yourself up right you know she got 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 some makeup on i said good for you then <laughs> glad to see you back on the ball she you was like Woo, i ain't got that stress no more here you go take these problems and rick goes well i got other things to worry about and she said that's okay that's okay because one way or the other there's gonna be an after this mm-hmm. so we need these plans for later no matter what happens today um and then uh we cut to rosita who's teaching machete class and eugene was daydreaming like a motherfucker thinking holding his machete contemplating life thinking about does this add plus two melee to my character Ah! or or not do i need to level up (laughs) should uh, should i should i go in this tunnel and and get that extra a half a heart down there and it it got on rosita's nerves that this motherfucker was still being a coward and can you blame it though right he was here he was listening to the zombies outside and shit and so rosita was basically like look um bruh if you don't want to be here don't be here but what the fuck is your problem and he said i'm a weapons novice with a significant blade here and there are people <laughs> in my proximity with open toed shoes and she was like <laughs> and she was like nigga don't nobody care about that bullshit get your ass in gear and learn how to use this machete and he still was acting like a punk and she basically was like so what is it that's like what do you expect to be able to do you don't want to fight you don't want to know how to protect yourself what are you afraid of is it you know the sound that those walkers are making and he said well dying obviously and she was like well that's not the hard part dying is over like that anybody can die she's like it's living knowing that you didn't do everything you could to to save people message that's the shit like being a coward is worse like a coward dies a thousand deaths basically um and i was like and you could tell she had had some pent-up anger from all those nights of watching him jack off in the corner with her abe fucking ah you know and 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 basically you have to remember he set back uh, the bulk of their trip and did nothing while abe did a lot of the killing so it's like she basically watched him just be a coward right he never carried his weight and he always mm-hmm. had those bullshit ass stories so mm-hmm. she don't see it for his nigga man right and, and, she, and she was like look everybody else here pay 1995 per month to take this class nigga you are not <laughs> wasting their time they came to hear some instructions right she said what are you scared of and shit called him out and then she finally said um <laughs> my favorite part was are the noises scaring you or can i get back to my lesson um and then she was like oh are you gonna or or is it too much too like is it too much for you you have to leave and he left (laughs) and went to cry in the car Mm -hmm. uh like he really he ran off and all i could think of was that that uh dj Pooh from friday (laughs) my grandma gave me that change yeah (laughs) (laughs) um uh see enid uh is back in you know back in that little strip mall uh basically she runs into glenn again they do a little quick scare that looks like maybe somebody with a bloody hand over her mouth is gonna abduct her or something but it's just glenn telling her to to um come back in and not to go out with the zombies 
and she basically pulls a gun on him it's like i ain't coming back right like, nigga i don't know you yeah he tried to pull his daddy voice on her because you know I, I feel like maybe part of this is he wants he's gonna he know he's gonna be a father so maybe he's trying to save this little girl right she was and like, he pulled the i'm not having this conversation yeah she was like uh yeah we're in the same neighborhood but i don't know you and see i noticed something it's a lot harder to scold a child in the zombie apocalypse because you can't really yell <laughs> right you get like, too loud everybody gonna die zombies were right outside the door so he was like i'm not having this conversation and i was like see you know what been perfect there black mama church eyes oh black grandma black grandmama church eyes dog <laughs> shut me right up every time and you got to be scared to open a peppermint Piss the right. shit out your ass. Right. She just give you that look like, uh, this, you, it's like a tally just appears in the word, in the air that goes, uh, whooping has been accumulated. Plus ah, one. Plus one. Plus one whooping to be administrated later. <laughs> and she see the plus ones over your head too. Right. Bling. Like, Bling. you're like, I, I just hope I can be good enough for the rest of church to get minus one whooping. That's and I all. Forget. yeah she don't she ain't gonna forget by the way mm-hmm. she ain't gonna forget you can give up it's gonna be real hard to get some minuses it takes a while to when you're a kid till you learn um <laughs> that you, it's the whooping happening anyway so then you just start being bad that's that's ah, you like fuck it that's the next level go home and get instantly sleepy and shit like yeah. you know what i think I, I gotta take a nap grandma I'm, but I, right. mm-hmm, I'm taking a nap too where we going we, we laying right here mm-hmm. <laughs> oh you're gonna take a nap yeah we all gonna lay down in here got the rest this whooping off right it's just like the end of a uh, house party when robin harris came in <laughs> <laughs> yes well, uh, his ass. <laughs> uh, so um rick tried to be a handyman and fix the wall by himself where he saw that blood and he had screws and two by fours and shit and uh it's pretty handy man uh to be able to do that because right. i didn't see no work. electric drill or nothing mm-hmm. y'all niggas would have been ass out of it was up the rod to fix the fence ah rick is a one-man show my black ass would have been up there like hey man anybody got an electric power drill no <laughs> well i guess we're gonna die all right <laughs> i made the little i made the little marks i don't know what's happening <laughs> be looking at that shit like furniture from fucking ikea and shit oh that shit the worst with them fucking terrible ass instructions which way does boy go I why is this in chinese i'm gonna just crisscross it man i don't know why we got leftover pieces fucking hand me some tape right hand me, hand me some tape man i'm gonna duct tape this wall real quick it says f with c but shit it, 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 this don't go right i'll put some duct tape over the blood hole and be like hey man it's fixed <laughs> y'all, y'all y'all welcome oh <laughs> it ain't leaking no more so um yeah tobin comes over and uh see oh wait actually that happened a little bit later but yeah he's trying to fix the walls okay um glenn and enid are now walking towards alexandria because glenn is scolded her and she's coming with him he basically blamed maggie and said that he's doing it for his wife uh because he couldn't face his wife and let her know that he had left her out there by herself um they she kills a walker for some reason he gets mad at her for killing this walker i have no idea what that was about i think that's a pretty safe thing to do yeah them little them little short grabby walkers be the ones that fuck you up when you ain't paying no attention and half the alexandrians get killed that way so that's true but i I guess it's one of those things where uh you know how glenn it's a quote-unquote moral compass and it's one of those things where like yeah anybody else okay but you didn't have to like you could have kept it pushing like 
everybody seen it it wasn't gonna harm you yeah it wasn't gonna hurt you so why why waste your energy and effort for the journey that we got to take and did did somebody said in the chat room did any of have them keys around her neck uh i didn't i i didn't notice it okay the, um, the, the keys for the town which she yeah no she it. gave those keys to carl she been gave those keys to carl she gave those keys to carl when she showed up with him i thought so yeah so no she definitely had no keys or everybody would have noticed that them big jingling <laughs> ass keys ching, 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 ching. uh that would have been like the biggest fucking thing of the show everybody been like them big ass keys <laughs> like this shit as much as many of y'all believe she's some kind of wolf or something or infiltrator y'all would have been on that right um but yeah so uh she they also find some balloons and some helium so they gotta get some more balloons some more string and uh you know they could use them as a signal or something like that is what they were thinking mm-hmm. uh and glenn takes his time out to try to get to know he said who'd you stay with back home and she says that's not my home i live in olivia's place but that's not my home and i like that mm-hmm. uh and then she basically uh says that uh she's orphaned by walkers she ain't got no parents no more and glenn says me too probably and which you know it's just sad because you know you don't get to see your parents you live away from them at this point you gotta assume they dead you're not it's not even call them uh she says it's just what happens and you know she's just so you know just so hopeless at this point and i'm like damn she been reading uh tiny hissy coats book or something or i mean she seemed pretty, she's pretty down man i felt kind of bad for for the little girl man um but um yeah she she so she was basically um low-key uh sad or whatever um and he says uh he's trying to talk to her and she goes i don't need a lecture and he says yeah i think you do and i said you know what that's very fatherly glenn (laughs) felt like a sitcom go ahead i'm sorry glenn out here doing his fucking public service announcement (laughs) she ain't trying to hear none of this shit like look dude you ain't my daddy i don't know you like that fuck away from me man he sounded like every dare police officer that ever came to my junior high school <laughs> it's like listen son drugs make Damn. people losers okay that's that's what the problem is the real and whack it to back it why do you think they call it dope huh you ever thought about that so glenn gave her a speech that basically basically said don't give up hope um and jackson man keep hope alive yeah keep hope alive and i was like good you know his his dad experience grew two sizes that day good for him (laughs) ron made some noise in the storage room and tricked olivia and was able to steal some bullets why does olivia still have a job guarding the guns and the food i don't know she's she, never shot a gun she needs to be fucking fired and she looks like she's eating all the food i don't understand how the fuck she got that job me either and white privilege and 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 the the the, the most the thing about it is that i was like he would have never did that shit with carol so basically he willing to turn some shit over she looking at it he sneaks in there and I'm like, yeah, anybody else would have been looking around like, if I'm the only one here, why is shit being turned over? Well, Ron's got bullets now. Yes. And she wasn't even suspicious of what happened. Um, uh, Car- I mean, sorry, Glenn and Enid. 
I have a question. Yes, Karen. She don't keep inventory? Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay. What, what is her job? Okay, she don't be like... She was going to let them just take the food. She, You know, she never notices when anything are missing. And, and you know she don't keep good inventory. Carol got guns for everybody, remember? <laughs> she sure did. Yeah, she don't keep up with that shit. She be like... She needs to be fired. She don't know... She don't even know what, what difference between guns. She just got nope. a little list. Little gun, big gun. <laughs> little bullet, big bullet. Little guns. I'm surprised Carol didn't take that over once she, you know, that she came out of being undercover, so to speak. Yes. You know, I'm surprised she didn't just say, you know what? I got this from now on. Y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm a killer. Right. I got this. You like, know what? I think I, I might be wrong, but it won't surprise me if she did take that job. And I think she was at that 1030 meeting. Mm. That, that's why her ass went there. She was like, look, I got to go to this meeting. Could you watch this for me? Yeah. I don't, I think, no, Carol said she likes work, working on the wall. That's what I think. She likes watching okay. out seeing all the zombies and shit um and all the danger first so um what else happened oh yeah so enid and glenn see all the walkers from the outside and they're like enid just turns around like well fuck it we tried (laughs) we almost made it and glenn's like nah don't give up um she said what's the point the world is trying to die we're supposed to just let it and there were tears in her eyes and that little girl was acting her ass off yeah because she got emotional because it's one of those things that's why she got mad at him when they were uh doing a helium for the balloons because he wanted to talk to her and she was like no 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 well he brought up her parents and that's when she told him we don't have to talk right like she like she like that girl was acting this week man she was acting i couldn't tell before because i was like she's played such a down in the dumps character that da 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 daria shit <laughs> so i was just like yeah maybe she's just you know can't act or she's just playing everything is like angsty and it but when she put them tears in her eyes i was like oh okay cool so this whole act is to protect herself from being harmed she don't like glenn right. said she don't want to care about nobody because she don't want to lose anybody else correct um so uh glenn and the, glenn was like the wall is still glenn's like the wall still up we can um uh, you know everybody's still inside it's okay like we're like we're gonna still send them a signal and let them know we're okay or whatever uh she says i'm sure your wife will forgive you uh if you just you know leave me out here and he said it's not for her anymore i'm like was it really ever though glenn you're too good of a person you're too good of a person you use that as an excuse yes you were never gonna leave her out there for not just for maggie but for you um so then spencer has a plan he's he doesn't tell anybody everybody just sees him in the middle of his plan he throws a grappling hook uh, across the way to a ah! house and he tries to crawl over there to the house across the herd of zombies and then dumbest plan ever to me i thought he was trying to escape i yeah. said he's leaving everybody to die he getting yeah. this fucking graveling hook he's like i'm out fuck y'all fuck my mama i'm yeah. out he had a backpack weighing him down and i'm sure it was full of the good liquor and all the cookies and the chips cheerios the snooker balls right this motherfucker took the grand marie like hold up dog. <laughs> and that's really where his plan fell apart because he was too heavy and the fucking rope broke and he fell down into the walker pit but the like the side of the rope that wasn't attached to the grappling hook was still working but the other side was uh was not he fell into this walker pit kind of and everybody started shooting Tara runs to go help him right into the action didn't even think about it right i know she used to be like a police trainee and shit 
so and then she told eugene to tell rosita and maggie to fire their guns to like threat the 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 spread the herd out and eugene was even scared to do that (laughs) i hate the fucking words like dude that's not that that's no danger to you telling them to do that he's like oh i just would advise again she's like shut up eugene and do it um and so she starts shooting zombies rick starts shooting zombies and they start pulling spencer up and they save him and rick is pissed and he's more and he's mostly pissed at tara yeah he's pissed as fuck at tara he turns right to her and starts mansplaining right away didn't even get mad about spencer and that extra 20 pounds he put over in the last two days because he didn't care eating everybody's food nothing uh, he turned over uh to tara and said uh you almost died for one of them yeah <laughs> and tobin the guy who had just told him not to give up on the alexandrians and shit was like damn nigga really we still doing this we just had to talk about not giving up on us and you just went right back to sizzle still ain't trusting them bench players man right mm. he's like you almost died that's 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 what they used to say to uh to uh derrick rose you almost got your knee hurt for one of them <laughs> just, damn it derrick it's the 76s motherfucker yeah <laughs> so uh he said terry you almost died once for these people and then she said what and he said what the hell are you doing and she straight up flipped them off my favorite part of that is if you go back and look at it uh michonne is standing next to terry and her face when she sees the bird like she literally has to look at her hand like oh shit <laughs> oh we flipping motherfuckers off okay it then got real she was like bitch you ain't gonna tell me what to do tara's so sick of rick and his mansplaining ass shit mm-hmm. she already lived under one mansplaining ass dictator right it's like fuck that man this is what we do we help people right and if i go i'm gonna go on my court and spencer said what his plan was was to get out there and drive the zombies away and rick said fuck that plan and why didn't you tell me and he said would you listen to me and i said that's cool bro but your plan didn't work so it actually that's this ain't the time to ask that <laughs> like you got a point rick doesn't respect y'all alexandrians and he wouldn't have listened but the other part of that point is your plan was stupid as fucking didn't almost got you killed so mm-hmm. right now might not be the best time to say you wouldn't have listened to me anyway because he was right not to listen to your dumb ass plan uh and then uh morgan and uh olivia when we get back uh have like an impromptu flashcard session where they he basically finds out if she knows what she's doing and she does know about infections and infected wounds uh after he kind of tests her and denise he says uh i came in here this morning i'm not hurt or anything i'm not i don't have an infection uh earlier this morning she said they were good on antibiotics so he was like um i want to tell you something but it might get you in trouble or whatever and basically he's telling her about the wolf that he has captured and i'm like denise don't do it don't go after this food don't don't not for this guy <clears throat> you know and she don't know though her thing is i mean she didn't even want to be a doctor two weeks ago and now she's following hippo like come on dog like let that nigga die right i would have just let him die but she said okay i'm gonna help out is her name denise or olivia wait what am i uh olivia's watching the guns denise is the the doctor okay 
denise is uh tara's love interest i believe uh i think i have that right right yeah uh matter of fact let me google right now denise and tara so we can be sure but yeah they they look alike yeah uh oh yeah yeah denise is tara's love interest okay okay um so uh you know and then denise they come up with a plan and carol sees that she's holding judith and morgan's walking one way and denise is trying her best to clandestinely follow him without looking like she is but it's so fucking obvious right she could code in judith and shit and she immediately went to detective mode because she was like that don't look didn't she see him earlier too no 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 rick seen him earlier well she's been watching morgan for a while and she's been saying she's watching him i mean hell Mm -hmm. she she snitched about him not killing the wolves like right that's what she does she watches people and uh morgan even asked if she a cop at one point um and so uh she uh carol sees denise following him and i'm thinking like yo i don't does 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 denise know exactly what's going on does she know she's gonna be treating a wolf i don't think she does. um and also you know um maybe she thinks she's gonna be getting some dick i mean what do we know denise is gay maybe she realized she's gonna die mm-hmm. and she's like you know what women black dick animals i've tried there's a lot of shit i haven't tried Mm-mm, she don't she don't want him uh okay you sure karen she is a heavier white woman and he is black oh lord and if i go by my tv stereotypes <laughs> they are gonna be in love right and go by porn it's some bbc happening <laughs> <Okay>. so uh <laughs> <laughs> that's what porn tells me anyway they uh <laughs> she follows them and uh carol sees this and starts following both of them she mm-hmm. gives the baby to jesse goes in jesse's house and jesse has her guns out and she's like can i help you and carol's like i know you watched the baby this morning but i need to watch her before i can do a shift on the wall and uh jesse's like well you want me to take your shift on the wall and carol's like no i like being out there uh, i gotta replace maggie or something and uh i like being able to see all the danger coming from every angle and all this stuff and so jesse's like okay that's cool let me put these up practicing gun safety puts the guns up while she goes to go put her guns up uh sam all the way from upstairs here's carol and uh starts talking to her and asking her like uh you know how everything is down there and she's like i can barely hear you come down here he's like if you kill people do you turn into one of the monsters and she said the only thing that keeps you from becoming a monster is killing Mm. he asked if his dad was one of the monsters and um carol just didn't have time for this shit but i wish she really would have made sure to check on this nigga because i don't think a little kid should be walking around thinking killing is the only thing keep you from coming to becoming a monster because <laughs> who knows what he got to do right and he young and he's scared and honey he been up there uh uh sitting in his room for 45 days yeah like that dude needs an actual expl- explanation right because he was an eight nine at the most right and now the mama's watching judith like the little motherfucker might kill judith or something i don't know um so then she has to go and uh judith is being watched by um jesse and uh rick comes over to mansplain to tara about saving spencer one more time let it go dude yes you got flipped off already and she said he said why'd you do it and she said i wasn't thinking about all that i just went to save him he said you know it was stupid and he, he said uh and she when she said i wasn't thinking she was like uh he was like so that's why you did it you weren't thinking is that it and she said no it's what we do we're stuck with each other right 
deanna comes over thanks him for thanks rick for saving spencer he said don't thank me thank tara and then she's like i already thank tara so we good and rick uh says what was bothering him was that he saved spencer when he could have jumped down the wall and ran away to save everybody uh but he didn't because uh and she said why didn't you do it and he said because he's your son and she said wrong answer right she was like because you care yeah now nah, because i think the what do you think the right answer was you think it's because i care about him mm-hmm. yeah I, I i think it's much because because you can to an extent even though rick rick is still uh an ass overall i think that he's beginning to slowly care mm-hmm. because if he didn't give a fuck he wouldn't have cared about him jump jumping down there i think the right answer is because oh wait what do you think the right answer was uh mr span sorry um i don't know i don't know what the right answer is in that particular instance i think he was just uh he he just said what he thought was what he thought was being frank i thought he was just being frank yo like i i i, I don't know i'm just saying i don't yeah. know what the hell he was thinking i feel like the right answer is actually uh because it was just the right thing to do you know what i mean i think it was really simple that's what she was looking for and uh he had that convoluted ass he's your son type of thing and um maggie and everybody sees the green balloons that glenn and enoch connect uh collected Mm -hmm. so they know they're alive now um and uh ron is following carl through the through the um little walkway through the town and he has his hand on his gun in his back pocket Just and we know that that gun has bullets now yes it does and like, like the nigga on the uh what was that minister society <laughs> <laughs> you know my favorite my thing there's a low-key like how i watch the show is i think is a little different from how other people watch it that moment is the exact reverse of when rick looked at pete when pete was walking with jesse and pete and rick put mm, rick put did, his hand on the gun in the small of his back he did the same thing looking and lusting after that man's wife mm-hmm. like a savage right. and ron is this is all over enid for him really right. and all over enid rick gets quote unquote jesse and then you end up with ron doing the savage thing trying to take out somebody that rick cares about you know because ultimately even if he tried to take out carl i still feel like it would be a swipe at rick Mm -hmm. uh as well like it would like that he would be included in that too right because at the end of the day it's just one of those things where he looked like you killed my daddy Mm -hmm. you 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 didn't want to bury him in the city i mean you know within the walls like you treated my loved one like complete shit so um and i think he know that rick would whoop his ass too maybe i mean shooting somebody shooting somebody correct i I, I think he's more i think he's still more pissed at rick than he is even at carl i don't i think he knows that like i think to some level he knows that carl and enid don't really have shit going on Mm -hmm. but that's an excuse or something he's built up in his mind to get back at rick if i can fuck this kid up he'll feel it the same way that i feel about my dad you yeah. know in in that way i think he's using carl in the in much the same way to get back at rick for what happened to his dad i don't think he i don't, I just simply don't think that carl is the only reason for why he feels the way he does about it 
i agree um so um anyway when the balloons come everybody kind of forgets about that and then that fucking tower cracks in half and brings down two or three panels of the fence with it which will of course let in a horde of zombies and the episode ends right and i did notice there were some people at the prayer meeting with gabe so it's about one o'clock and one of them brothers are like sinbad that nigga gonna die <laughs> i've never seen that dude before there were a bunch of extras we haven't seen before but that one dude in particular i was like you are a dead motherfucker bro and and do, well I, I guess we'd talk about it on but i think i do think well even with uh him having that gun with call even with that i'm like you better hit call because i was thinking like you underestimating call like if you even if you hit call if call got strength he'll kill that boy maybe i don't think call is as tough as um i don't think call is as tough in the um show as he is in the books okay uh, that makes sense call okay. in the book was a beast call on the show still kind of seems to be learning the ropes um like even that fight they had last week that shit wasn't even savage like he just pushed them down like ah. <laughs> uh, so. we got some emails let's go through these turk says uh or actually you know what we should probably sponsor these emails since it's probably about that time to wrap up we might might do a a story or two after this but let's let's do, do, do this real quick mm-hmm. these emails for the walking dead is uh brought to you by bevel mm-hmm. that's right it's the season for giving so bevel wants to offer you a special deal to try out the bevel shaving system get your first month free yes free by using code tbgwt free but don't sleep this offer is only good for the first 300 people along with limited time uh holiday pricing through the end of the year new customers and memberships only so if you've been wanting to try bevel or you got a person in your life that you would like to have them try bevel now's the perfect time you can get this joint free and and you get some special prices till the end of the year go to getbevel.com today and get your first month free with code tbgwt free become the nephew or niece that is your favorite of somebody's uncle or grandfather or whoever or father like go become the favorite sibling you can do it uh all right i mean listen i told you when i bought my dad his bevel we got free wings okay i'm just we sure did the wings were delicious too and chicken is the gift that keeps on giving (laughs) uh so turk writes in hi guys i'm happy glenn is alive but that cliffhanger was a fiasco fiasco the walking dead is the planet's most popular show so the showrunners and or network didn't need to sacrifice the storytelling to get publicity that the show didn't even need right yeah i agree i don't know what this was really about if this show had aired in 1995 or even 2005 the cliffhanger would have worked better today it just couldn't play they it just couldn't play it well being vague in interviews removing steven's name from the credits did not help because the internet had too much evidence showing glenn was alive based on photos from the set by sunday yeah people sent me those by the way uh, two things don't send me photos from the motherfucking set or any other spoilers or casting news i don't want to know it Mm-mm. i like being surprised right and they could have been doing a flashback or anything we didn't we, you don't right. know they could have been doing like they did herschel mm-hmm. where they brought him back to the actor back so they could do some flashbacks yeah. but he was actually still dead on the show don't do shit like that it pisses me off second thing i meant to say this up front don't write my show 
in our show karen our show don't write our show talking about other shows and how you don't like them many of these shows are our friends mm-hmm. so what the fuck you know what am i what kind of passive aggressive shit is that? am i supposed to read that on the air and tell those people that you don't like that show um they have email addresses if you don't like something they're doing you can email them and tell them that you don't like it but you're not forced to listen all this shit is at will and no i will not agree with you that you don't like something so i'm a we gonna kick it about that no the fuck we're not so don't do that shit and these shows are free you ain't put in on right it. people work hard to give you this shit for free and you write other people passive aggressively about them then that's fucked up don't do that um by like all the thing that means is when our show does something you know like you gonna be right now right like i ain't man come on uh by sunday i felt the show needed to pull something big to make the cliffhanger worth the wait they either needed to kill glenn or a f you to the spoiler site so people would start to question the photos the photos from the set or they needed to remix the comic and have jesus or some other highly anticipated character save glenn um the show really failed to maximize the suspense and fluidity of the storytelling by airing the episodes in the wrong order they should have aired thank you always accountable now he's not here and then heads up the voice on the radio would have added more depth to the glenn cliffhanger because viewers would have been left wondering if the voice is glenn rick or someone else with a new emergency we had not seen well we still wondered that right mm-hmm. so i don't know how changing the order would have made us wonder that any different y'all still people were still writing to be like is that glenn under there right. with the help so yeah and um, I, I thought it was glenn when i first heard it i was like is that glenn avelli is, that, is, yeah. <laughs> is he alive glenn Park? straight up man i thought it was him and uh, like i said after a while man the way that they strung it out i started you know figuring it could be a possibility that glenn Pock, glenn mm-hmm. avelli if you will was still alive I just felt like in that particular instance, how the hell is he going to get out of that? Yeah. And that's pretty much what it was like. Come on, man. And then, you know, when they did the whole thing with the the alternate view of Nick being on top of him and everything else, everybody had that theory in the beginning. But, like, we didn't see that at first. So that was just my only thing. But, yeah, man, it is what it is. (laughs) They hollering Glenpock back. Uh, Hey, man, the Illumazombie, man. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Illumazombie. telling you so but yeah i was um like personally i feel like i don't have a problem with the way they aired their the episodes even Mm -mm. um i just think they did way too much with the talking dead and the interviews yeah that for me too all that shit taking his name off the credits all that shit they i mean they just did too much this is one of those things that if you decide to do this you shouldn't talk about it at all yeah, they straight oversold it yeah they just did not need to do it it's you know it would be like if every single interview for the walk uh for um game of thrones was about john snow this year yeah like if everybody's just talking about john snow like at some point you're just like all right you've done this until like to a point where it's just not even cool anymore but um with game of thrones it's not like they have a after the throne show where they go right you know is john snow still alive Mm -hmm. you'll find out with a special message in 10 minutes like we don't need that you just have to wait till the next week um so let's see um um yeah so and, and yeah the episode order i don't think changes any of that um uh the morgan uh morgan's flashback should have been sandwiched between rick uh return to uh asz and rick's discussion with morgan after he confronted him uh, about showing merch to the wolves well you know what i'm i don't want to rewrite the show to be honest that's not my job here 
uh and i don't really get into the like here's how they should have did it like this is what they did and that's my here's my opinion on what they did and i just think i don't think it's a matter of order or any of that shit i really don't think that would have fixed it i think they they did a lot of shit outside the show with it that's all it, it became bigger than the show for some reason and it's a big ass show i don't know why you would need to have the highest rated show become bigger than the show like i don't seems like a very thirsty thing to do for some reason um let's see uh do you guys feel that there was a better way for the first half to be told what change would you make nah i like i like the way it was told as a show i like it i just think everything outside the show just made it whack right you know just like i said if you leave everything alone and you just don't do the talking dead teases you don't do right. uh the the cryptic interviews you do, you just you just fucking put the show out stay silent about it uh i think it just goes off a lot better for me you know maybe if i was binge watching it or something it would go off better but uh the show clearly was aware that they were pulling this move with one of everybody's favorite characters and that made it whack um they walking feedback hey karen and rod i really enjoyed the last episode of the walking dead not because of glenn but in spite of his survival i wish i was on the i will miss his character but he needs to be dead and hope he is trained and the fact that he isn't cheapens the story a bit for me there is no conceivable reason for him to have survived that walker swarm based on everything we know about walker behavior i like the morgan rick michonne interaction i hope ron tries to pop off on carl and i was all the way for tara giving rick the finger he was dead wrong yelling at her to try for trying to save alexandrians ron's just too much like his daddy he might have to catch that fade (laughs) um well what's funny is um a lot of people i did see a lot of people hoping that ryan kills carl which was crazy i was like wow i didn't realize y'all still hated him yeah y'all y'all ain't never letting season two go oh yeah (laughs) season two where carl i don't know where carl (laughs) out in the back down by the lake i like that carol found out that morgan was hiding something even if even if it meant not even if it might not mean anything oh yeah that was the other thing carol at the end did say who do y'all have in here Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna have to explain next episode in that what, house with the wolf well now next episode the walls don't fail but yeah i'm really disgusted with morgan while i think his pacifist lifestyle is ridiculous it's particularly annoying that he is forcing the group to unknowingly accept the danger of keeping that wolf inside the walls because he believes he can be saved at a minimum if he really wanted to keep the wolf he should have been keeping him outside the walls and assuming the individual risk of going back and forth to, to tend to him and read him aesop fables or whatever he's doing <laughs> He wants the the ability to choose the path, but he isn't willing to suffer any consequences for choosing it, i.e., getting thrown out of Alexandria or getting modified treatment by Rick from the or the group. But that seems to be a long running theme in this show, where someone decides to refrain from killing Walker or human, or out of delusion and or self righteousness, and it ends up costing someone who is actually trying to effectively adapt to the world. It still makes me mad anytime it happens, but that keeps me into the show yeah yeah i know some people are on some like i can't believe they doing this but it's like that's the show it's gonna always be that mm-hmm. one person is always gonna like everyone's gonna be a separate group of motivations and it's always gonna be that person who puts their interest above the rest of the people it puts everybody in danger it's just what it is or else there's no fucking show right even carl fucked up and uh, back to season two he didn't kill that walker that's the same walker that turned around and killed daryl mm-hmm wait dale dale i'm sorry 
uh score one for team petty when rick snatched those prayer circle signs down swallow a whole bag of dicks gabriel nobody needs your raggedy prayer circle i would rather have a yonla fix my life than go to gabriel prayer circle oh overall i like the episode i'm ready for the mid-season finale plus hashtag them lands yes yes oh them lands been so good man they so trill people keep talking about rod y'all gonna review it uh I, okay here's a quick five second review of uh them lands nigga <laughs> damn all right. right it's done there you that, go that's it that's the whole show right there fuck y'all want me to say they was coming for real good watch it <laughs> it's, it's <not> like, <laughs> it was swords and knives ain't a whole bunch of interpersonal dialogue dog <laughs> people was getting stabbed and fucked up ain't a lot of nuance to these cliches a whole lot of kung fu better be tuning in all right y'all be easy have a great day winter thank you winter uh cecil writes in they walking suck rider can kind of long email so i'm gonna get right to it my this ain't even long my initial reaction to seeing glenn alive was to roll my eyes him being alive seems like a radiance ploy just teasing it every week his death fell in line with how most main characters die on this show the thing they don't really they don't deal with or kill eventually kills you morgan's all lives matter talk is slowly making me dislike him i understand his transformation with dr phil but at some point <laughs> he's got to get woke or go he gonna have to go based on the rictatorship rules Phil. yeah he need to go honestly that's the real truth i think that's what's going well you think he's gonna get kicked out i no i don't i, I think morgan's gonna die really soon oh yeah maybe i mean that might just be what has to happen dog because this this ain't really sustainable and people keep talking like uh my boys at firestarter keep being like i'm waiting for rick versus morgan i'm like i don't think it's gonna come down to that because i don't think morgan has that type of mentality right like i don't think he's a leader i don't think he would try to take over alexandria i think Mm -hmm. he would leave uh eugene is so great his speech and one-liners are things of uh, things of beauty and something i look forward to spencer thinks he's an impossible white man fuck these alexandrians yeah glenn the real impossible white man so if you don't kill nobody <laughs> looking forward to see how they dealing with the wall coming down and carol going ham on morgan when she finds out he's hiding love the show mm-hmm. yeah that's gonna be real interesting when she get up all up in that room jabari sends a solid line of text and says hello <laughs> hello rod karen possible esteemed guests and dear brothers and sisters in the chat thanks for taking my email for this episode of the walking dead recap just a few observations one i hope everyone is finally happy that they got their glenn fix and he made it the efforts in that scene were so the effects in that scene were so good after seeing so much social media traffic about whether they should have killed him or kept him alive i ended up feeling indifferent about it although i can appreciate your argument that the show may become predictable if all or most of the stars start surviving out of sticky situations well i'm not even saying that i'm saying it's already predictable if they can do all that and people went yeah he's still alive yeah that's all if if you because i watched it and had the same thought which was like yeah i don't i don't think that's a conclusive kill like he could survive that and i thought to myself they're not gonna play it that way though they're about to play it like it's a five-week tease when it's not like so when he's alive it was just more like oh yeah he's alive we finally are getting back to the story that we care about not oh he's alive no one saw this coming it was the hugest debate on the internet everybody saw it coming and i hope it doesn't mark a moment where the show is predictable not because they won't kill cast members but just because we've seen the cliche so many times now that we know when someone's gonna die and when they're not 
i think my compare i think by comparison that's one thing that thrones does better than most shows is the main characters aren't promised to survive the season although they have more main characters to choose from well shit they're getting quite a lot on this show but yeah i, I hear you I, I agree with you two enid was so nirvana teen angst after giving that water to glenn and she in her own way had a sasha moment well she had nothing to live for so she was going she was going to live dangerously until she met her fate without glenn mentioning it can't remember whether he knows or not his you don't you have to live for those that don't speech was reminiscent of the generic teacher in school to save trouble you speech (laughs) 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 and then he wrote uh cue the dangerous minds music (laughs) (laughs) yeah that joint was very you smoke crack don't you um you're gonna jump do it expeditiously and sync perfectly with his wife's speech during the machete lesson that's not his wife that's rosita maggie was uh watching the wall man mm-hmm. three deanna's son was trying to make a late season entry for impossible white man award with the grappling hook maneuver that looked like it was flimsy from the, from jump didn't even seem like a good idea from any angle and i'm curious to know what y'all think about why rick saved him instead of making a break for the cars he told deanna I, yeah i just think he did it because rick's as much as rick tries he's not the asshole he claims to be nope like rick is definitely like i i like he tries to say he's this tough heartless motherfucker but he he wouldn't do that i don't think mm-hmm. that's some shane shit shane would have ran for what lady son that lady's son who was trying to murk carl out is such a her more teen angst five rick took down gabriel's prayer sign faster than the iota probate sign getting removed from the yard damn six that tower came down faster than ronda rousey on the canvas (laughs) actually it took way too long uh seven does it seem like an easy setup for you to you that morgan is going to be faced with a kill a be killed situation with that wolf next week thanks again well i mean that's not easy setup is what will he do (laughs) is the setup and either he gonna kill to be killed or either uh maybe the wolf will kill somebody else right because carol bust up in there like hey hey, hey what y'all doing up in there maybe the wolf will kill denise yeah thanks again for all your hard work on the podcast and recast i continue to enjoy the show if the itis were a mortal Kombat character the patty pies would be the fatality happy thanksgiving y'all best regards jabari b at two stones one bird thanks man thank you sweetie and last one uh this is from eve she says hi rod karen and mr span somebody paid attention a rick slipping uh i don't understand why he oh is rick slipping i don't understand why he taught that little motherfucker ron how to shoot now that creep is gunning for carl i hope well yeah rick ain't paying attention to none of that he had a lot of problems this week Mm -hmm. including just getting back home you know (laughs) i hope yo what's still amazing about this season because i love this season by the way Mm -hmm. uh despite the glenn moment um what i find amazing about this season that i just don't know if it's really been done before like this two days have passed yeah in real time right eight episodes two days have passed like i'm just so amazed by that like the storytelling and the time back and forth and all this shit has been amazing to me the way they sync up the episodes just oh i could not be more impressed man um so yeah I, I, it's such it's a credit to story writing that the shit makes sense like 
i'm not saying like the characters make sense because mm-hmm. obviously zombie apocalypse everybody's crazy blah 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 characters have to do nonsensical things but the actual like at you know at this time this thing happened makes sense um i hope the zombies tear him apart uh and he ends up screaming louder than bitch ass carter i don't mind glenn being alive but i have a feeling not everyone will survive next week major characters included yeah a lot of people i saw someone say (laughs) they said i want glenn to be alive you know i love glenn then they said but i but but i think uh they should have maggie and that baby that she's carrying die in front of glenn i was like that's worse than death nigga (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like why don't you just wish he was dead then you're not doing him no favors you sure not uh if no major characters die then i think people will say the show has become predictable myself included i'll still watch but i'm sure they'll lose people over that as well EV. not really because they they've had um season at the end of season two mm-hmm. um when they had the, the herd breakout i mean they had characters die but i don't think they had any major characters die i won't believe anybody's leaving the show to them fucking ratings go down this right. shit was the most watched episode of the season mm-hmm. like it, people talk a good game but they be watching this shit of course ratings don't lie yeah everybody just like it's a hard show to review because it's a very bleak show mm-hmm. and it everybody what from what i've noticed most people can't handle it because they end up going into what would i have done to survive the zombie apocalypse mode instead of what did these characters do and how does that make sense in the world that they've created and that's the thing that i'm reviewing while other people are you know paying attention to that shit but what i like is that um most of the time in the world that they've created the the consequences and the rules all make sense that glenn shit was really the first time that i've ever seen the rules just completely be disregarded for a character right all right man uh i'll let mr span pick man what would you rather do man we, our last uh segment before sore ratchetness guess the race or ball alert uh baller alert we got enough racial shit going on all right <laughs> ball alert yeah. 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 yo i'm looking for a five star being talking about I just stepped out of my jeans. Say fly in your hair, say fly in your jukebox, wet in your hair, so hot like. Bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, put a Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel, you can meet me. Five star, and that's a five star, and that's a five star, and that's a five star. And if your credits go high, feet stay fly, keep your juice box wet, and your head something fire, you a five star, and you a five star. Alright. Here are your choices, Mr. Span. Number one nine reasons to skip the singles table this thanksgiving number two groupie tales another ricardo Lockett tale number three groupie tales my first night with hakeem warwick 
number four recognizing the men who just want sex blog by <laughs> at proudly lauren uh in the spirit of thanksgiving we're gonna go with number one all right thanksgiving's coming up for a lot of you people out there mm-hmm. a lot of people going stag to thanksgiving well here's nine reasons to skip the singles table this thanksgiving day now i did not know there was a single table okay. I didn't either. this is a new, <laughs> new phenomenon to me i know there's a children's table right and the adults table right that's because kids knock shit over and a spades table they smoking in the basement yeah. uh <laughs> this you might have a little drinking table after you eat but yeah this year you may want to skip the singles table this special post right here is dedicated exclusively to the ladies and gents spending their holiday alone you can be alone for a number of reasons recent divorce breakup recent argument with the bow uh no money have to work or you are just single and had no significant other right now oh you might not want to date no you might be like i'm doing me <laughs> well that's you might not have a significant other right now okay. that's covered it's covered but what about those singles who have family and have friends and have the time but still choose to celebrate alone can you still do that and be okay yes you can maybe you just want to see how it is to be alone on a holiday something you never had before i feel like all these advice posts are always written to the person (laughs) themselves for for their younger self you know what i'm saying like why you don't have to settle proudly lauren (laughs) five years ago i hope you can read this you don't need a man who's gonna play xbox all day in your house leaving his socks all over the house and it's like that's not everybody's problem that's specific to you right you know two paragraphs in yeah jim (laughs) because she forgot to change the pronouns correctly uh when we want to change when we want change in our lives we have to feel the pain of staying the same we have to learn to cultivate solitude in a way that generates more positive energy around us instead of forcing down how we really feel to make others happy this only keeps you in a rut we can be so attached to our families and their needs that we act like the six or ten year old in us we have to go to the family dinner as an adult you can choose now to do something different that is more in line with your future goals and current needs if you are alone this holiday please do not stress do not feel the need to defend why you want to be alone i could be that it could be just it could be that you just don't want to be bothered with the fake smiles you muster up to show everyone things are so great in your life <laughs> this is clearly about herself Aww. i feel so sad for her like but it's good that she got this clarity that she didn't need to do all that shit right maybe you just want to break on a day where you can be yourself and be left alone if someone doesn't share your same view that is their problem to work out single people have a right to be selfish on the holiday smiley face this too shall pass below is a list of things you should do to make your thanksgiving day the way you want to make it on your own terms without remaining ever while remaining ever grateful and thankful for all your blessings number one movies 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 make sure you paid the cable so you can order some on-demand flips <laughs> gotta pay that cable something funny and like like she used to didn't pay her cable right <laughs> she, didn't have, she didn't have the money she's like make sure like that you, thanksgiving you, I, i'm trying to go back three thanksgivings ago when she tried to order on demand and the cable was off right she was like shit i forgot to pay the bill nobody's working the time one on thanksgiving nobody whole time was three hours of course something funny and lighthearted usually does a trick try to get in two or three or at least one 
uh two indulge in one of your favorite high calorie treats you have permission today you may bake some cookies for instance have fun with it and it makes the house smell good number three get started on a project whether it's an organizing project at home listing goals in your journal writing that book chapter or sorting the pile up of mail it will make you feel productive should happen if your project is just asleep number four stay off the internet what <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming me either Dude, this is only from experience you can know this right because i wouldn't have thought of this but to an extent for some people it kind of makes sense yeah that's what i'm saying this experience she knows mm-hmm. do not go online on facebook or any other social networking site all the cheers about the holiday are going to annoy you remember this is about your solitude today not making yourself feel bad yeah, so you go on there, you see everybody with their family and friends. And all happy and smiling and, and shit. And, you know, you, you decided this holiday not to go see anybody. So it's like, yeah, I don't want to go on social media. Can't blame, you know, I understand. Number five, get a pile of books together you have been meaning to read or finish. Make sure there are books you enjoy. This is something, this is supposed to be relaxing, so please put away the GMAT books. What the hell's a GMAT book? That's a task for like, I think, uh, graduate school or something like that anyway number six if you have neighbors offer to babysit their dogs or walk them on thanksgiving you must like dogs you don't want to get rid of one stress to add another so if you don't like dogs number six is no good to you Mm-mm. have a previous relationship with your neighbors before your creepy ass come over there talking about walking their dog <laughs> right out the blue hey guys uh ma'am <laughs> Can I walk you? Can I babysit your dog, ma'am? Uh, please, can you back off six yeah, feet? Yeah, um, <laughs> you yeah. said it on my driveway, ma'am. Right, uh, and you have high heels on. How are you gonna walk my dog? All right, seven. <laughs> in, oh, go ahead, Stan. I'm saying right now, my dog ain't going. He gonna tear your ankles up, you right. <laughs> ma'am? Have you ever babysat a pit bull? <laughs> right. I don't think you want to just jump into this. Mm-mm. Number seven, indulge yourself, whether it's with a glass of champagne, a nice bath, a foot massage, or just an afternoon nap. Do something that makes you feel pampered. Men, you may want to clip those toenails today. <laughs> oh, yeah, person spends a lot. She can be cut. Uh, my favorite thing about this is um, she gonna be drunk while your dog is over there at her house, or right. what? Clipping toenails and shit, taking a nap, and somebody dog running around. Number eight, do a thankful ritual like praying or giving thanks in a special way. You may light a candle, burn incense, or whatever you like. Oh, nigga, you might as well go ahead and get you some food, man. You can get you a plate then. Just go on up there and see your family then. Number nine, go to Boston Market. Oh, okay, you got the plate covered. I apologize. <laughs> and get the Thanksgiving Day dinner. Or <laughs> this out? No. Now that's okay. I was with you to everything with this. Now see, this sounds just sad. Okay, like <laughs> the other ones was like, you know, I can understand not wanting to, but then you kind of semi participate by going to a corporation to get some Thanksgiving food. Man, you might as well stay home, bro. man. Fuck that. Yeah, if you're going to do this, you might as well just cook at the house and stay home. Go to Bojangles and get a three-piece. Go to Bojangles, get a tailgate meal. I mean, a Thanksgiving dinner, like, you couldn't have said Chinese or something. Like, just well, like if you're not participating, then just fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, order a pizza. Fuck it. Do, do you. But it's weird to be like, I'm not doing Thanksgiving this year, but I am going to order some Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner from Go Boston Market. Ah. <laughs> uh but yeah you, you see this is why you gotta have at least a couple of local friends so you could be like hey man bring me a plate uh from your grandma's house man yeah, i ain't going but bring me a plate yeah you can't hook me hook me up man i'm lonely um do that they like hey man if you don't bring your ass over here come get this plate i ain't yeah. bringing you shit right yeah. <laughs> 
come over there and say hi to some people so you can get this food right uh if all else fell buy a box of velveta or craft oh no Oh no. oh no no way no ma'am no not the mexican cheese not the false shredded cheese oh no yeah this is definitely to a younger this is so disappointing and yeah right. this is bad like that's and i know a lot of people like velveta but that's a brick that's not cheese that's like eating that's like eating depression if you eat ah! velveta ah! macaroni and cheese <laughs> um if anyone has you can afford more you can afford better cheese if anyone has any other tips please add being alone for the holidays hurts especially if it's out of control and you really want to be with somebody well yeah that's yeah well see that's not how you started this but yes if that's what it is i agree Mm -hmm. i understand i mean i wouldn't do that last food thing don't take probably lauren's food advice but Mm -mm. you know (laughs) other than that i definitely understand you need to be distracted well in order to change tomorrow you have to accept the rawness of how it feels to be unpartnered if you <laughs> if you don't you'll just attract you, a man who is emotionally unavailable because you are unavailable to yourself in the meantime celebrate on your own terms but to give an iota of love to others during the holidays you have to have some in your own life yeah this sounds very very personal and this sound like she alone and it's like i'm not really happy alone yeah oh i said this is a uh, probably lauren but she didn't write this one this was uh what is this alphanista.com okay. and mrs big wrote this yeah because there's a lot of people that are alone that would bring their asses on up in there for thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. and uh cuban b everybody fucking asking them about why they ain't got nobody and you hit the wrong one that cussed your grandma out for the 50th time for asking them the same goddamn question every christmas and eat their dressing and go on about their business now this this, this is from 2008 there are some comments out here okay. uh miss it looks like some are missing but she responded to all the people who left comments uh girl it is the holiday really messes some folks up now my mother is upset because everyone who said they were coming over and not coming over and she cooked a big meal i swear this holiday time is best for families that either live near each other or are very close it can make folks upset for a whole lot of nothing yeah uh you know it's funny how um uh uh what's funny about that is that um if you you know if you can't like see your family that's that's one thing but the way she framed it was just like man don't go see them niggas yeah like they up the block somewhere you just saying fuck it yeah if you right. can't if you can't see them that's a completely different right. circumstance out of state or something like that or, 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 or out of town but like too far where you can't you know get the gas you ain't got that money that's a completely different situation right uh baller alert writes oh god this is bad lol damn <laughs> it's on your site how you gonna, how you gonna shit on the the people that post on your own site <laughs> that's like, cold like, this ain't good miss big says lol did you see those cheap lunchroom chairs in the pic i think the single ladies table is more popular in the south but i have seen a few times around here especially at church dinners what is a single person's table? i've never I, heard of this i guess so at church they have single people's table is I, that what it is you go to church thanksgiving i've never seen one mrs big says lol and notice how the other table in the back for the other folks is much nicer being wood and all just saying uh miss nikki says i'm trying to figure it out are those two oh i guess there was a picture attached to this and they took it down that's what it is okay yeah and i can't see the picture so i don't get none of these comments so um all right I mean, so, <laughs> so what'd you say i Ray? said my bad y'all oh <laughs> 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 yeah yeah should have checked the volatile alert groovy tail or yeah. something 
my bad yeah it's all good though it's all good <laughs> um all right man it's time to close this bad boy out with what we always close this bad boy out with Sounds like the very beginning of End of the Badlands. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Oh man. Um well uh you know, it's it's about that time of the year. Friends and family all gathered around. Um and uh everybody is uh seeing seeing all the people that they haven't seen in a while. But uh make sure you guys treat your neighbors nice, okay? A Klingon sword brandished in the Trekkie trash dispute, cops say. Oh, shit. That's right. Are we in space? What's happening here? A Klingon sword. Oh, no, that's not it. Where's my... Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... A Spokane, Washington man. <laughs> oh shit! Let me turn it down a little bit. All right. A, Sp- a Spokane, serious man. <laughs> hey, when them niggas used to fight with them swords, that shit used to be so good. Um, but yeah, a Spokane, Washington man faces assault charges after a neighbor claims he attacked him with a Klingon sword amidst a dispute about trash. Oh, yeah. Uh, a neighbor accused 50 year old Carlo Morris Cerruti of attacking him and a neighbor after the neighbor left trash in his trash can. He left it in the trash can and you still tried to attack him? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's some just cause you just have a sword. You just like, fuck it. I, I've been wanting to use a Klingon sword for a while. Yes. I was speaking our power up. Um, he's like, you seem to have left trash in my can. This is highly illogical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carlo, I left the trash in your can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Documents say Saruti's wife Joyce was in the midst of the argument about the trash when, and the, with the neighbor when things escalated. Our next door neighbor was evicted and he was throwing his stuff in our garbage can so I took it put it in a bag took it to him and said junior will you please not put your stuff in our bag uh garbage can and she says the neighbor then threw a bag of trash at her which she says hit her in the back and also threw trash in her yard now for the record i understand her point but i gotta put this on her that was so passive aggressive right it was already in the can he was being evicted which means you will not see him again ever and you just had to get one last dig like nah you put your trash in your trash can like nigga with the trash can i'm no longer gonna have fuck you <laughs> so, i'm getting evicted uh according to court documents the neighbor called alleged to rudy charged out of the house with a replica king on sword 
the neighbor said he was ultimately able to pull the sword away from saruti and then dial 911 the wife however claims her husband never attacked the man and that the neighbor actually barged into the homes during the dispute i don't believe that she claims saruti grabbed the sword as protection and only then did he swing it at the neighbor Mm-mm. oh so no, i'm not buying this you think he's a klingon apparently so maybe that's what it was uh the sword is called a batle uh and these weapons are preferred by klingon warriors who are martial arts masters oh you gonna say mr span uh nothing (laughs) (laughs) he's like i got nothing to add there are at least six other documented incidences of people getting into trouble with the law as a result of replica klingon items wow i didn't know that star trek thing went that deep oh it's real in them star trek streets mm-hmm. created their own fighting style and everything mm-hmm. yep Studying oh language shit. yep it was like ah. you think uh after he uh fucked up that trash can he was like Come! <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> make sure you guys uh check out this fan report uh uh it's on itunes and stitcher um he's always talking about some interesting stuff with some interesting people man he Mm -hmm. has some really good episodes over there and um you know mr underscore span on twitter and it's uh two ends two ends people so make sure you guys uh hit him up man uh uh such cool dude man glad to glad to call him a friend glad he could be on the show Mm -hmm. and all that stuff man um and spanreport.com is the website as well um and uh you know like i i'm saying i you know i like mr span uh remember that time we sat through like five different tapings oh yeah podcast? <laughs> like but he was like man i'm sorry about this bro i was like no nah, we can work it out it's cool like like was, he's like man we're gonna try one more time and i was like man i got all night for you bro so listen these, these are two of my favorite people no Real doubt t- man after my show this is my favorite show. No so doubt. So anytime they ask me to come on this show, it's nothing. Well, I appreciate what, it, bro. That's how it goes. That's how we roll. So and we yeah. still had one of the illest podcasts ever about gun control that I never nobody will ever hear. That was just basically a good conversation. But you know what? <laughs> I think that the conversation that me and you had on Medium Talk was just yes, as good. It was. It definitely was. It definitely um, was. So if you guys aren't premium, go get premium. Mm-hmm. Go listen to that one if you want to have a really good or you want to hear a really good conversation about gun control and whatnot. That was we had a really good conversation. That yeah, time. man. And we found, found, got to find out about some of the, the stuff he's had to do for work, man. This is awesome. I got a new album coming up on Facebook, man. On the job with Mr. Span. Y'all gonna see some of these basements I had to go in and work in, man. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. I am here for it. Uh, and we'll be back, uh, tomorrow for premium people. We'll be doing, uh, Balls D Sport, uh, sports a couple days early. Yep. Um, you can play it during Thanksgiving dinner with all your family and, and, uh, all the adults around drinking and playing space. Um, and, uh, we'll be back with feedback on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, also, we're going to see Nick Jew for Thanksgiving, hopefully, if it don't snow or nothing. Yes. I so don't I'm think excited about that, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about, uh, seeing her and, and I love me some Nick Jew. I really do, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, people can say what they want to say about the internet and then we we'll move on. People can say what they want to say about the internet, but everybody ain't crazy and everybody ain't insane and there are a lot of wonderful and beautiful people out there in the world and I met Nick basically through the internet, you know, and because of this podcast and we've met 
wonderful people because of the podcast so before we leave i would i wouldn't i wouldn't feel right without just telling the fans just thank you thank you for all your love thank you for all your support thank you for everybody's gone premium everybody's left an itunes review a stitch review a one-time donation thank you for the retweets thank you for the posts like it all means a lot to us and we do what we do because of you so we just want to tell everybody out there just thank you no doubt man i echo those sentiments and uh for um jermaine or whatever you call yourself this week uh when nick comes up here we're gonna have an open marriage and lots of gay sex so <laughs> that is a thing you have to think about my morals all week man and it's, i don't mean i mean it's gonna be all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't allow so just letting you know buddy uh all right we'll be back saturday until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.